What's happening, everyone? Welcome to the Paranormies. I'm Johnny Monoxide, and tonight I am joined all the way from the land of the rising sun, Old Skull. Hey, konnichiwa. Konnichiwa. Also joining me this evening, Grognak, what up? Season 9. <laughs> and he's in your walls, he's everywhere. Ottawa from Jack, what up? What's going on, fellas? Not much. It is a day earlier than normal. We had to get Alt Skull on for this one. This one's going to be fun. But speaking of fun, what'd you think of that new, the new track, the new Aether? That was good, dude. I like the, uh, it sounded like a John Carpenter intro and then it moved into this drum and bass techno kind of thing. It was really neat. Yeah, it was really cool. I, he, the original is a backbeat, right? The, when the drums come in, it's got that backbeat. This is almost like a back break beat or a break your back beat. I don't know. <laughs> See, no, go ahead. I was going to make a joke about Dogbot, but he's not here. So. Damn. All good. It's all good. But yes, the uh, the new the new intro. Well, that's two that we have this season. Uh, we have the new one from FEMA Camp Band Leader, and now from our good buddy Aether. Um, and we have more on the way. I'm sure there's another metal version of it in the works. Between Hook and Vulgar and Wolver and all those other aggressive-sounding named guys, um, we're sure to have something, right? I always love me some uh, metal intros. Yeah, those are cool. I remember when uh, in season was it season one, Death did the his tech death metal version of it. Oh yeah, I forgot about that. With like the most, it was like the most canned stereo drums ever. It was pretty. The, the drums were terrible, but the the guitar was great. But um, yeah, man, season nine. Whew. What do you think, guys? Man, I think this is when you get like the big bosses thrown at you and stuff. You're like you're tough enough to <laughs> to get the really good guests on the show and and stuff. You know, I the real. I mean, haven't we not been getting the really good guests? Who who? Who uh, else have we not got? David Ike. Right. I mean, David Ike just did some nobody show. I'm not saying we're not nobody, but like, I mean, because we kind of are, but we're kind of not. We're a very niche podcast. I understand that. Um, however, David Ike just did some like almost nobody show, so I'm pretty sure he'd come on. Also, the uh, we've been told that what's his name from MDE would totally come on. He's totally a Paranormies listener. You guys know what I'm well, This is the guy who doubts the Civil War. Yes. Which yes. which guy is it? I'm trying to find his name. It's in the chat. But um Utah get me too, your buddy there. He's a admin in your chat, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. I found the thread. Let's see. Um Yes, Charles Charles Carroll. Fire up the orb. Charles Carroll. So, uh, Vouch made a post. He's like, it's time. And he's got a, he's got a Yankee drinking, you know, the, uh, out of the five gallon jug, it says rebel tears. Right. And Charles says, no sense getting worked up over this fan fiction. The civil war never even happened. Roll on the floor laughing. Oh, wow. Yeah. So I've heard that Charles has said fake and gay. I've heard that he now says that the civil war never happened. And he's said a few other things that lead people to believe that he is a paranormies enjoyer which if he is yo charles hit me up hell yeah hell yeah yeah hell yeah you that's know awesome. that's that's the real third rail 
you know. What's that? Is uh, people that we don't know listening to the show? No, no. The the actual third rail, like, as far as, uh, you know, opinionated politics goes. It just didn't happen. Oh, yeah. that Yes, it just didn't happen. Yeah, that's not real. Mm-hmm. And yeah. It is definitely, definitely. Uh, it's it's like people. an ongoing theme with a lot of our, a lot of our uh, current guests, you know. Yeah, whatever it is, it this just is, didn't this happen. This is a fairy tale. <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. Well, Simon Shack, nine eleven. That was uh, yeah, literally didn't happen. Just a TV right. production, right? Big right. We made it up. It was it was fiction. We made it up. <laughs> <laughs> we made it up. Never happened. Well, they probably did kill a lot of people during the Civil War, but it just wasn't a war. Oh, right. Yeah, definitely. There was something that went on. I don't believe that it's vampires. It's, yeah, vampires. <laughs> well, something happened. I read. I, mean, I read Abraham Lincoln, the Vampire Slayer. Okay, right. That's what I'm saying. Something, de- <laughs> something definitely well, happened. Well read. <laughs> I would explain who twisted up all those train tracks so easily. Right. Just vamp- yeah. vampirism. Yeah. But. Um, yeah, what other big guests? What, who who else would be a big guest? I mean, we've had Jason from Archaics on a couple of times. We've had Gary Wayne on a couple of times. Uh, Lucius Aurelian on. Um, I, uh, I'd love to get the guy from my lunch break. That'd be great. Yeah, we'll, we'll know that we've made it once we get David Polites on. I'm not paying for David Polites. I know. I know. But I, I, a nigga can dream. I know, right? We can dream. <sighs> You guys, if you guys really want David Pleiades to come on, we're gonna have to pay for it. So you guys are gonna have to donate. It, it would probably, it. it would probably cost less to get Bigfoot himself on the show. <laughs> we could probably <laughs> get okay. Bigfoot. Yeah, I was gonna say, what if we capture Bigfoot? Be like, all right, come on the show, and we promise we'll hand over Bigfoot. <laughs> <laughs> I could see it. I could see it. It's fair trade. I heard. Okay, so I heard uh, Sam Tripoli is naming them now. Uh, Stu Peters d- publicly denies the Holocaust once again. Schizos, schizos win. Remember, remember when Typhus was talking about Stu Peters way back in the day? Yeah. Yep. Yep. He said, "He said I don't care. I don't care that he's not there now." Right. Boom. What's this? Two years later, he's denying the Holocaust publicly. Yep. Good, good for him. Uh, I mean, Ghost, Ghost Ezra, whatever that, whatever that op is. I mean, there's. You know that thing went that that went Holocaust denial real quick. But um, Sam Tripoli uh, made some comments. Um, where who said that about them? But uh, yeah, Sam Tripoli doing these are all mainstream conspiracy conspiracy guys conspiracy guys, right? So what did he say? Sam Tripoli is straight. Oh no, it's Sam Tripoli straight up denying the Holocaust on his show now. Here you go. Tripoli goes on Rogan. We'll see how long that lasts. The um, yeah, right. He, he's on Rogan. Yeah, he goes on Rogan. The um, South African government like condemned in the the Hague. Uh, yes. Israel for war crimes, and Israel immediately responded by saying that they were anti-Semitic. A hundred percent. I saw that the Zuma Waffen post. That's how I found out. But so I went yeah. back and read. But like, yeah, right off. They're like, listen, we've found that you are committing genocide. 
Um, we'd really like it if you, these are the, these are the things you're, you're not supposed to do. Don't commit genocide. If you see people committing genocide, you need to stop them and you, you need to, and you really need to, uh, p- provide humanitarian aid for the Gazans. And it's like, Oh my God, it's so anti-Semitic. Like right off the bat, like literally, literally yeah. that's the first thing they said. like immediately <laughs> anti-Semitism. Okay. You know, you know, this is all happening on purpose, right? From Jew tunnels to this happening to everything, the way it's happening, it's all being done on purpose. There's just no way it's not. There's no way they would be so obvious about all of this and and let everybody jump on the Jew hatred bandwagon all at once. It's it's a little too much. Right. Yes. But everybody's experienced schadenfreude or whatever. Say it. How are you supposed to say it? Remember how we were getting banned from every single platform for for saying the word years or so? Yeah. We had to make up words that weren't Jew. You know, yeah. we, had to, we had to speak in code. We, had, we we were doing hobo speak before we even knew who Matt was. Yeah, this is why the word chicken swingers was no surprise to us when somebody was like, it's a new term. Get it out there. Like, yeah, we were using that eight years ago. Right. It broke yeah, I was going to say, I remember in DFP using that. Yes. Yes. You can't swing a chicken without hitting three. Yeah. I mean, like, how long has that been a joke? <laughs> right. Right. A while. Yeah. that's. I'm pretty sure that was one of our jokes. So, Yeah. But again, and this is going to tie into something we're going to talk about tonight, Skull. Uh, the fact that this is happening the way that it's happening, to me, is more evidence of AI writing the script. Because this is, yeah. this is the same script that's happened 109 time, or in 109 countries 1,100 times. It's, it's weird. And it's the same story over and over again. It just gets a little bit improved every time. It's a little bit different. It's a little more improvement. But it's the same thing about like history being cyclical, um, you know, Jason and his chronology talks about how everything's cyclical, 138 years or whatever it is. Um, we're coming up, you know what I mean? We're coming up on some of those numbers. So yep. I, I I think this is all, you know, like, like it's not surprising. And what we did, didn't, who who had Vince McMahon sex trafficking scandal uh, on their 2024 bingo? Anybody? Shit, that one, uh, I, nope, did not have that one on there. Uh, no meme with Vince McMahon doing the cutting throat thing, telling you not to talk about it anymore because it will do meaning now, doesn't it? Oh yeah, <laughs> <laughs> with the tears. Yeah, <laughs> thinking about that time he took a shit on that girl's head. Oh Jesus! I mean, I read the text. I didn't read a lot about it, but I did read some of the texts, and I'm like, bro, you did this shit on an iPhone. Like, again, something we're going to talk about tonight. Um, <laughs> Isn't it funny how everything ties together? And again, just like what we're going to talk about tonight, new, new, exciting version of same story. Yeah, exactly. N- newer, ex- more excitinger version of same story you've heard hundred times. Yeah, Nixium Part Six Six Six. Right, right. Uh, going back to yeah, the tunnels or the you know the satanic panic of the eighties. Yep. It's all it's all the same story, just recycled and rehashed and yeah. So just to make sure, um everybody pinch yourself real quick. Make sure I want to hear an owl, make sure everybody's human. Yeah. Ouchie. Okay, good. Okay. Ooh. Oh. We're good? All right. Grognak Grognak, we're gonna need to hear something like a baby screaming or something to proof that you're proof that you're human. So because apparently nobody on the internet is real anymore. Have you guys heard about this? Hmm. Hmm. I mean, no. I, I, well, not everybody. 
like only most is this this because of telegram bots is that why we started this episode (laughs) no this this episode (laughs) is a long time coming um people have talked about this for a while um but the internet the internet is dead uh and it's not just like you know oh you know there's nothing to do on the internet because there's plenty to do but there's just nothing real on the internet anymore like there was the internet used to be a place where people could come and express themselves and actually communicate with other people. A lot of like the, uh, the, the chat, the like places I remember, <clears throat> I'll just off the top of my head, like godlike productions and other conspiracy places. But before that, there were other, you know, there were other places where people could come and talk to other people, you know, and, and now there's no people. Supposedly 6 billion people on the internet at all times. And you get the same 37 comments on every article. The same five threads on 4chan on every single page. Yeah. Uh, and now I'm not mm. buying it. Yeah. So this, this is called the dead internet theory. And it's been around for, it's been around for a couple of years. Uh, people have been talking about it for a few minutes. Um, the first, anybody, first guy to bring it up. Where was that? Where did that guy post all that stuff? Was that on poll? No, it was an individual website. Oh, okay. So he oh. made a website. Okay. Oh no, no, no. It was like a, um, like a discussion board. Okay, not that's the word I was board. thinking. Were discussion boards? There were so many of those yeah. back in the day. Right. This one is called Agora Road, uh, forumagoraroad.com, and it's the original post is still up there. And say, it actually wasn't that long ago that he made this post. I think it was. 2021 during COVID that he made this post. Oh, that really? would be the most appropriate time to make it, wouldn't it? Yeah, it was a, it was a very recent, um, actually January 5th, 2021. Is okay. I thought it was 2019, but okay. 2021. So not that, not that far back. Yep. Okay. Well tell us a little bit about it there, Skull. Well, the guy made the post and he had taken a collection of ideas and different effort posts from the X board of um, 4chan, which is like the conspiracy board there. And the famous hacker known as 4chan. Yeah. Yes. And, uh, and remember that was like, uh, after all the shit had happened with 4chan being labeled a terrorist organization and, or the cesspool of the internet. And Mm. when the, when the whole, um, Britain Tarrant thing came out and they tried to basically like, I think they shut down. Uh, that was eight chan. Yeah, eight chan. Yeah, right. Yeah, but I mean, like basically yeah. the same kind of like no, in in normal people's minds, like this is all the same place. In normal and, uh, in normal people's minds, yeah, they have no idea what four chan is. Right. What's a four chan? And so this guy basically wrote this big, massive effort post on this forum uh, that had collected different ideas from uh, various places, but mainly this X board, this conspiracy board on 4chan that posited that the internet was populated by basically bots and influence peddlers and not very many people uh, at all anymore. And um, basically his, his um, summary is stated thus. He said the simple explanation for the dead internet theory is that the vast majority of the internet is actually generated by artificial intelligence in conjunction with paid media influencers in order to manufacture consumers for an increasingly wider range of newly normalized products, as well as to dramatically 
sway public opinion and control the collective attitude or outlook of people or culture. And uh, that's a that's a pretty damn good summary. I don't think I could come up with a more succinct and no, that was pretty yeah. solid, very solid, thick, tight. Um, but he's he's not wrong. I mean, what is it? According to Twitter, it's like sixty percent of social media or of um, internet traffic is bots. And there's good bots and bad bots, so you know it's not it's not all bad. Is the number that low? Well, that was the entire internet. This was 2021 that they did this study, so it's probably worse by now. Um, I'll just make it a joke because Twitter. Oh right. Well, yeah, I was gonna say when when Musk was buying Twitter, didn't he have to figure out how many bots were actually on Twitter? I I forget. Right, and there's there's a thing that they call the inversion which uh, they came up with on YouTube. And that's the, the inversion is where you actually have more artificial uh, traffic than you have real traffic, right? So you'll have more computer-generated traffic, AI-generated traffic and content than you'll have real tra- traffic or content. And now you have these programs that will seek out and uh, stop bot traffic. But what will happen is since there's so much bot traffic, they will consider the bots to be normal and that the, the actual humans to be bots and it will completely eliminate humans from the internet, supposedly. That's the inversion. Which, you know, doesn't sound scary at all. No, no. Just the internet becoming semi-sentient. Like it's not already. Right. And you can listen to these to the people that invented all these things, and mostly they're mostly done by Google for some reason. Um, <clears throat> and the things that they invent, they're like, well, you know, we have we have all of these. Um, well, that we're skipping ahead. We're skipping ahead. So, <laughs> do do you guys get that feeling that the internet is dead yourselves? Like, have you when you go places, does it not seem the same as it used to? I mean. Yeah, I remember within the past month kind of spurging out in one of our chats being like, dude, dead internet theory is fucking real. It's not even a theory. Like, I spent hours trying to find a single real thread, and I couldn't do it. On poll? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so when I was um, just... I'm one of these Gen X people who's like the Janus of culture who remembers society as it was before, like you too, Johnny, mm-hmm. and then and see all of the changes as they occurred. And then looking into the future sees the blasted wasteland, which <laughs> lies before us. Right. And um, when we were young, I was on the internet. I don't know about you, but I was on the internet in the nineties. Mm-hmm. And uh, when I was still in high school and my dad was like a really early starter with all this stuff. Interestingly enough, you, you wouldn't expect that from my dad, but he got all the, you know, he got all the, like, we were online, and we were, like, not on AOL, which everybody, even at the time, if you were a normie, you were on AOL, right? We were not right. even on AOL. We were just on the regular, you know, that, dial that up, sound. Yeah. Well, yeah, everybody had the dial-up, but, yeah. Even yeah, AOL that, had the dial-up. Yeah, and uh, at that time, there was, like, nothing on the internet except for these things called bulletin boards or message boards, mm-hmm. and... It was just a thread. Someone would start a text thread, and then you would respond to it, and then the response would go down in these like massive links, kind of like the um, 
some some comments some of the what are the comments kind of like there? reddit posts or like that yeah basically like that right and there was no moderation whatsoever and uh, that's where don't feed the trolls came from because some guy could get on and he could cause so much havoc and the only way to get rid of him was to completely ignore him and no one would do it because of the way that he knew how to get into people's skin and mm-hmm. you would have actual like massive amounts of different categories, like so massive. I I think like when I left, there were like 70,000 different individual boards for just individual categories for things to talk about. And uh, you could, have, you, there was absolutely no censorship whatsoever. You could talk about absolutely anything. Now, of course, there's not, a, you're not going to get a bunch of video and stuff. And if you wanted a JPEG to load, it was going to take five minutes and it would just scroll down the screen as it was loading. Right. But if you wanted to have a discussion about something, there was, literally literally like zero censorship you couldn't even get rid of trolls you didn't even have the ability to moderate your own boards which was frustrating in its own way but it also made it absolutely impossible for there to be any algorithmic manipulation of a conversation or a subject or a topic or to insert anything into the you know, because you had to go look for what it was you were talking about. You weren't able to just be influenced or right. motivated by something that you saw on TV and then click a link or something like that. There were no links. I mean, there were some really shitty GeoCities homepages, but other than that, that was about it. And um, now, you know, fast forward to today, what we've got is there are, what, 15 conversations, basically, at any given time and uh, in, in different tiers of... Uh, whatever topic you're going to be on. And that's basically all you're going to talk about. And even we get caught up in this sort of thing where it's like, oh, we're going to talk about the Texas border now. Oh, we're going to talk about Elon Musk buying Twitter now. Oh, we're going right. to talk about whatever the next thing of the day is that the system is inserted so that it can sway popular opinion. And Vince McMahon, people. Vince McMahon sex trafficking scandal. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. And, 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 and not, again, uh, well, these these things i'm i'm not sure that these things are even real like at this point i'm not sure that any of these people are even real yep yeah i mean who, yeah exactly and, that, and that's sort of the whole point of this conversation is like we found out that they are creating these conversations for people to have and then we find out it's a little bit skipping ahead but just as a summary of what we're going to talk about today that they flooded the internet with these bots that are indistinguishable from other humans once you're point, online. Yes, and and they've done te- you know they've tested normal people and you can't tell. Like even on 4chan, they've got some guy was like, oh, you know, they wouldn't be doing that with the bots. And the, this other guy responded with a Chat GPT generated response, and then the guy responded to it, and he's like, see. So it's like we know that they can do this now, and there wow. are more of them. There's infinity bots, right? So you can flood a particular topic that you put out on the internet with whatever particular opinion or set of opinions ants in the jar Mm. black and white anode and cathode positive and negative to charge the battery and then set people fighting about it and then move the conversation one way or move the conversation the other way depending on how many bots you have and most people are completely influenced by these things and they don't have the ability i mean uh you know to discern that they're being influenced by something that doesn't even exist right. and that's used maliciously to control them. You can't even tell that these are bots. I mean, they've done studies where they had what was it, like six humans in one bot and every, all the humans had to pick who the bot was and they would eliminate humans and the bot would always win. The bot would always win. 
because yeah, look, I, watched, I watched that video. Did you watch that video? Yeah, those, like those six brown people. In yeah, the <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, granted, it was. I mean, yeah. The, the 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 study group was what the study group was to be on. Yeah, uh, to be to be fair. But yeah, I've seen our guys get just as caught up in that shit. So yeah. Oh, absolutely, dude. How many times have you seen our guys like fucking you know masturbating verbally masturbating over some of this shit? You know, and there's like Patriot Front is fed. Patriot Front is fed. This. Why this you wear TV. mask? Why do they wear uniform? Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Why are we? What are we doing? That's the new NPC line. Oh, is that yeah. Patriot Front are feds and all the big fat. Um, mobility scooter conservatards and Jews on Twitter are repeating it. Oh, they're obviously feds. Oh, yeah, they're feds. Oh, yeah. Why isn't there any fat people? I like that one. Yeah, yeah. Or oh, I've Listen, never seen fa- white men coordinate again, so well. They must again, be gay. Again, to be fair, to be fair, they have not had a lot of good representation. You know, so most people are used to seeing like NJP and uh, the NSC types. You know what I mean? Fat retards. You no, know, to be fair, I mean, give you got to give some people credit. To be fair, the average rightoid protest has been fat retards that aren't even white for the most part. So, <clears throat> you know. It's, so when they see the, I can see why they might think that because you know based on you could believe that, but the the way that the NPC oh no, but I, yeah, I know, I know, I I get so that. I, I, yeah, it, it is very obvious that it's especially considering the accounts that are that are pushing this. A lot of them are bots. Yeah. So, um, yeah. So, how does this affect us, though? How does this affect us? Well, the internet being dead. Um, it's not just that there's not just people, you know, there's not just no people there. It's that the content isn't there either. Like you can't find stuff from before 2015, 2016 on the internet. It's like how there's like a million channels on TV, but nothing to watch. Right. There's a, a gazillion websites, but everything's brand new recent stuff you have to go to the wayback machine and uh hopefully somebody archived it on archive.org you know um you go back and you want to if you wanted to go back and look at something from i don't know something that you talked to somebody about on in 2008 or 2009 on the internet could even been facebook back then 2009 right facebook was 2007 Right. Uh, yeah. What yeah. was the date? Well, hold on. Was, uh, I forgot this. This is a very important date, though. What was the date p- that Facebook uh, was? Uh, what was the date that they started? I mean, I know it was the same date that. That's the, damn, that's the, I know that's the whole thing. Hang on. All right. Sorry. Yes. Sorry. Yes. Right. It's Facebook was February fourth, two thousand four. Right. It was the Facebook. And in February 4th, 2004, they opened, which is funny because on February 4th, 2004, a government program called LifeLog shut shut its doors completely, like on the same day, weirdly enough. Isn't that weird? And what, you know what LifeLog did? Does anybody have any idea what LifeLog LifeLog is or did or any of that? Definitely nothing to do with logging stuff. (laughs) Right. So what they... They wanted to chronicle literally every single thing of yours, all of your everything. It's your 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 pictures, your your uh, conversations, uh, what you do, where you go, everything, everything. Just so you can chronicle everything. And and you know it didn't really work out for them, so they shut down. 
So they just got people to do that for them. Right, right. So then Facebook opened up the same day. Isn't that weird? And some of the people, some of the same people, um, pretty sure Dust, Dustin Moskovitz uh, was one of them. Uh, no, 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 no. I'm sorry. Facebook, that was, Facebook was, no, yeah, one of those guys, pretty sure it was Moskovitz, was one of the guys from LifeLog. But they were all, those are the guys, they were just some Harvard students, just like the movie, remember? Yeah, I saw a movie about it, so it has to be true, right? Right. Yeah. Duh. They had that. They had that Sarah guy who's not Jewish but looks really Jewish. Um, I always thought, how is he not Jewish? Right. It's like, what's his face? Jason Biggs. How is he not Jewish? He's like the most Jewish-looking non-Jew I've ever seen. Jeez. Um. But yeah, LifeLog shut itself down, and you know, strangely enough, Facebook, the Facebook at the time. Um, moved their operation into the same server farm that LifeLog had recently vacated. They were like, you know what? We're just gonna we're just gonna leave these here, and you guys can rent this out now, and Facebook can use them. Isn't that weird? Coincidentally, it reminds me of when they got rid of. I'm making really big air quotes with my fingers. The I MK can see those from here. Program, yeah, the MK Ultra program. Right. No, they just called it Top Forty Radio and other things. Yeah. You know? yeah. Right. <laughs> I I don't know what to tell anybody anymore. Like we're at the point where I, I think I've, I've said this on the show before where people, it's, it's a meme or it was a Twitter thing or whatever, where somebody says, what's the scariest thing about the United States? And it says that every 20 years or so, the United States says, the government says, Hey, remember that thing you said we, we did and we said we didn't do. Yeah, we did it. Yeah. Gonna, what are you going to do, 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 do about it? Yeah. What are you going to do about it? it? Yep. Mm-hmm. And this is another one of those things, like Facebook and LifeLog, right? So now you have Facebook, who opened up right across, basically across campus from Google, who's another big player in, in all of this internet thing with uh, Sergey Brin, and uh, who is the other Jew from from Facebook? From, uh, uh, I can't remember the guy's name. Yeah, I can't remember. One of them was married to the other Jew for what watch yeah, Larry something. page, Larry page and oh, Larry Sergey page. Brin. Yeah. And um, then they're married to Susan Wojcikowski or whatever her name is from the, the other Jew from 23 and me. Oh, and, right. oh yeah. Yes. Oh, and YouTube, YouTube also. Yes. Married to the YouTube. Yeah. And then don't forget Scott Hassan, Hassan who, uh, he founded the company Willow garage. So a robotics company. So Larry Page and Sergey Brin are two of the richest people in the world. Um, strangely enough, um, they're rich, like billion, like like hundred billionaires, right? And but all they do is they, their website just tells you where to get the best pizza, right? I mean, that's what it's for. Isn't that what it does? Yeah, they just sell ads for pizza and band aids and right. Yeah. Hmm. And they give search results for pizza. Right. Right. Uh, at one point, let me, I'm just going to Google that right now. We're going to do the, we're going to do the pizza experiment from, from the, uh, the videos we watched. Let's see what that, what Google, let's see what Google.com says. We'll just Google pizza. Pizza. About one, good Lord. 1.410 results in 0.52 seconds. Pretty quick. Wow, that's a lot of web pages. Yep. We're going to scroll down and 
it's all sponsored stuff. It's all it's all pizza delivery. It's like pizzas. You know, there's a lot of pizza here nearby. Um, let's get to the bottom. All right, where's the bottom? More results. All right, this is all just like all right. This is this is all just local pizza stuff. Sponsored DoorDash. This is all just pizzerias. This is literally every pizzeria in the United States. They might have a billion. You know what? I think this. I think this guy was wrong, because they're they're listing every pizzeria on Earth. <laughs> and there may be 1.4 billion pizzerias. <laughs> Did they have yeah. Right. We might. We might have just debunked this whole theory. I right. mean, I'm sure if you combine New York City and the North End. Uh, Right, it's a huge chunk right there. Right, that's a couple hundred thousand pizza pizzas places right there. What little Venice Berg? Yeah, this is okay. So now we're getting into like pizza places that are a hundred miles from me. So it's just doing. I don't know why it's doing that. It's not doing internet results anyway. Maybe pizza's not a good one. Anyway, Mike, um, Mike, Matt from Quantum Conscious has done the same exercise where. Uh-huh. You go to Google and you put in a search term and it right. tells you you have something like however many billion results. And of course, the mm-hmm. bot is able to tell you that even no matter how complex your search term, the search term that you put in is, it can give you all of these results in one point something seconds. Right. And when you start following the thread, what actually ends up happening is the first 16 to 30 pages or so, which have 10 results per page, will mm-hmm. give you some sort of an answer to whatever question it is you're looking for. But then beyond that, it just stops. And then it says, Oh, it starts recycling. Like? Yeah. It starts recycling. And then it just, it literally just stops. There's like a dead end, an internet dead end. There's like, okay, page 35, that's the end of results. So it's like, Oh, mm-hmm. I just looked at 2 billion results. Really? I don't think so. I think I just came to the end of 350 of them or something like that. And then you can refresh it. And it says, would you like to do the search with, um, I don't know. It's something like with terms re- with um, uncertainty or things removed or with repeated, you know, items or something like that. And you do it again, you'll get like ten more pages of mm-hmm. um, results. But then that, that's it, right? So it's just this gigantic Potemkin village, and this is particularly so when you look up something that is one of their pet programs, like climate change or um, the environment or fossil fuels or something like that is you're only going to get the kinds of results that Google wants you looking at, and you're never going to find it. Because I guarantee there's got to be thousands upon thousands of pages out there that are alternative ideas, not even conspiracy-type pages, but just alternative ideas for fuel and different ways that right. we could work with the environment and uh, you know things that are not UN-based. But the only results you're going to get are the ones that Google wants you looking at. So you've got this village of, uh, like a Potemkin village, of these facade storefronts that don't have any um, actual back, you know, you walk in and it's just a cardboard cutout. And then on top of that, well, hang hang on a second. Do we, Mm -hmm. do we own a, does everybody know what a Potemkin village is? I'm not First time I heard that I had a good idea, but I wasn't, I wasn't completely sure. But uh, the Potemkin village is basically a fake uh, a fake city, a fake town, something fake, put together to fool, to uh, usually to fool people like a population, um, 
I was actually going to cite how, um, like, right across the DMZ, how uh, North Korea has those, like, fake cities that they just build up that yes. no one's in. Yeah. You're reading my mind. I was going to say the same thing. I yeah. seem to. <sighs> You've seen those with your own eyes, right? Yeah. Yep. Um, yeah, it's, it's just a. Uh, it's just a facade, right? So things you see. The story, the, like, the story comes from, I, I believe it's Catherine the Great, this yeah. Russian princess or something, and she wanted to see what her kingdom looked like, but the kingdom was all messed up and poor and not doing well. There was a famine was like, going on at the time. Yeah, it was like a famine. Everybody's dying. And shit. Yeah, and he made so he made it so that uh, Gregory Alexandrovich Potemkin uh, is a Russian field marshal, and apparently he he courted. Uh, Catherine the Great, and he what he did was he would set up at several spots where she was coming through Crimea to check out the new Russian acquisitions, and uh, she would where she would get off there would be you know men who were well dressed and there would be a, a carriage that was well appointed and they would take her to like a fake scene and then go, okay we gotta go to the new place and you know but behind that was there were you know paper machine literally what the world's fair was supposed to be <laughs> right 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 this actually right. was this actually right was it, right so so that's a potemkin village and that's what google is google gives you they tell you they give you 1.4 billion results but you only get you know 30 pages of something 35 pages of something uh you know that's and that's it and you, when you when you get to the last page and it tells you uh you know we'll give you the search uh, search for it with without this you know we we just wanted the uh there was some that that didn't quite fit and so you look at that and it's still five or six more pages it's 60 pages of of results of the entire now google's supposed to be the repository of literally everything Right? And everything can't fit in 60. Every, everything on pizza or everything on environmentalism, like you said, or even, even Potemkin villages. Like it, it, you have to have more than 60 pages of, res, you know, of results worldwide. I mean, there have to be, you know, I mean, there has to be PDFs written about this with this stuff written in it or, you know what I mean, that you can reference. There has to be conversations about this stuff from the past. There's not. And there's just not. The internet is pretty barren or even just like college students doing uh papers on that shit or something yeah and that's that's another thing i'm not just not just college students i'm sure you can go on jstor and jstor's got dead links like everywhere so that's that's something we can talk about uh in a second but uh the potemkin village part um the thing that the other thing that google does is they run they run the search industry they run like the you know they are the search company, right? And everybody else basically goes through Google. Anybody who's not Bing, I think, goes through Google, right? All the small uh, ones. Well, Brave has its own search now, which doesn't, but it gives you the option to use Google if you can't find what you're looking for. Okay, so isn't Brave DuckDuckGo and isn't DuckDuckGo basically compromised with Google? I think they're separate. Okay. Okay, um... But most of them, they do. They go through Google anyways, right? So they have the monopoly that, they, that supposedly doesn't exist. And then the other thing is, is Google, now Google knows where you're going because they're sending you the links to go there and they're tracking you there. And once you get off of Google, how do they, how do they keep tracking you? Because this is, this is one of the things that they do is they track you. Well, you know, you use Google Chrome, right? 
So now you're on Google all the time. Yeah, you, Google Chrome, which has a logo of a camera with a six 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 encoded into it. <laughs> right. No, yes, and don't forget, don't forget whenever you write anything, you have you use your Google Mail, which saves like every fifteen seconds or so. You'd always see the little boop in the in the corner, the little the little spinny thing will spin for no reason. It'll, it's just keep saving, just in case, just in case you made an edit, it's going to save that. Um, you know, anything you've ever written or thought about writing, or you deleted or whatever. Nope, they're, it's all saved. Um, what else does Google have part of, man? Like, I mean, they're involved in everything. Android, so they they have got they've got your phones. Uh, you know, there's oh, you want me to you want me to look real quick? There's uh if you go to the little square, like uh, there's a little keypad looking thing on Google at the top of it, and you start looking at their different services they offer. Oh right. It's, so you've got your account and then your search and then you got Google Maps. Yep, so Google Maps, map, YouTube, you know, Play, Google, Google Earth is a globe. Yep. And uh, yeah, the news, of course they control the news and then the mail, like you said, and meet, I guess is some Zoom thing. I don't know what that is, but what is it chat. Meet? I don't know, it says meet and it's got a camera. Oh so Google Meet. Yeah that's 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 the new work thing. That's instead of Google uh Hangouts, that's Google Meet's the new thing. Okay. Yeah. So Contacts that. So yep. knows who you're talking to and all drive. their personal information. Yep. yep. Drive. Calendar. There's the cal. Of course, you, you know, get that. And Google Translate, because uh, which I you know I find very helpful. The photos. You got now. You have an image of what everybody looks like. So for all your AI software that needs to map all of the uh, uh, what people look like where they are, be able to identify them. Google Chrome, as we discussed before. Google Shopping, because we need to know what you buy and what your preferences are and what your inclinations are. And then the next whole thing is like one more big thing, and it says, and just going through them real quick, finance, docs, sheets, slides, books, blogger, keep, Jamboard, Earth, save, arts and culture, Google ads, travel, forms, Google <laughs> store, Google Chrome. And then it says more from Google, and you can go even more. They'll give you this big old giant yeah. website with a whole bunch of other stuff. So it's like more services for Google than their web results on most topics that you look mm. up. So all I that, feel like it would almost be quicker to name what they're not involved in. Well, you know what they're not involved in anymore? Uh, building AI-powered attack drones. Not anymore. The, you know who is? Their ex-CEO, Eric Schmidt. Oh, amazing. Yeah, what a surprise. Um, I just saw that. I was looking at stuff about Eric Schmidt because that was one of the guys who uh, he came up with he came up with the line about the creepy factor of Google right <clears throat> when they're when they're researching something somebody asked him I, I guess the question was uh the Google brain links right were they ever going to really do that was that just a was that just a science fiction thing and he said he didn't know of any that were in the works but Google works from the ground up so there may be some in development that haven't made it up to his level yet he said he didn't know when he would check that sounds like a nice answer. Yeah, I'll get back to you on that one. Right? Yeah. So this guy is he the same? Is he the same guy who came up with the slogan "Don't be evil"? Yeah, I was just gonna. Yeah, he's the "Don't be evil" guy. He's the, he was the, like one of the first CEOs, Eric Schmidt. Because that's something you need to remind yourself all the time when you're a totally normal person with no ill intentions. Well, when you're a, now, when no, when you're a corporation who doesn't have any intentions or whatever, you have to make sure that you have no intentions by by telling yourself not to have intentions. 
It's like the you see uh, the kid, that kids in the hall skit. One of my favorite kids in the hall skits. Probably nobody's going to know what I'm talking about. With the guy, the guy says uh, I think it's David Dave Foley, and he goes, he's what he's at a meeting or he's he'll be in a public place or something, and he'll say, never put salt in your eye, never put salt in your eye, never put salt in your eye, and then all of a sudden his brain will go put salt in your eye, and he'll take a salt shaker and start shaking salt into his eye, and then scream on the floor. <laughs> I don't like, remember that skit, but. It's one of my favorite stupid skits. There's so many <laughs> stupid skits with it. I like the crushing your head guy. Crushing your head. Crushing your head. Yes. Um, don't be evil. Don't yeah, right. Stop. Don't don't be evil. Well, listen. They updated it. They updated it to always do what's right. Oh. Which, which? Hang on. Which for an AI means always do what's correct. And there was a program that they had an AI running. And it was a, a yeah, an airplane uh, flight simulator. Yeah. And they got points take deducted for, you know, for rough landings and whatever. And the AI discovered that if it crashed the plane hard enough, it would throw off all the meters and whatever, and it would give it a perfect score. So the AI oh, would hell just yeah. crash the plane. <laughs> the, every time the, the AI learned to crash the plane with no survivors. Right, with no survivors. Right, no survivors. And that's the whole point. Right, literally, there's the point. And I guess the deal was um, working with, they're trying to get this AI, using algorithms, they're trying to get an AI to think like a human. So they're telling us this stuff, so it's obviously happening. Um, and so it's like, they say it's like having an all-powerful genie who's extremely literal. So Yeah. Yeah, because that's not frightening at all either. Right. Right, of course not. So it's so, the monkey's paw on a civilizational level, right? So that I've so seen the, Wishmaster. <laughs> I know what happens. So it's correct because it gets a perfect score. You guys, it's the correct yeah. way to do it because it's a perfect score. Doesn't matter if it kills the entire flight of pass flight of passengers every time. But it hey, you said nothing about that. You said to land the plane and get a perfect score. All right, I get did the, it. Right, get the best. Exactly, <laughs> exactly. And that's the thing with AI, and, I, and that's one of the things about AI that actually scares me. But I, I don't think AI. Look, um, the way that history is cyclical, the way that all the numbers work, the way that the names work. Um, F. L. Ames. You know, have you, how many times do you see that throughout history? A guy named a- Ames, whose first initial happens to be F. His middle name might be Lincoln or something. It's really, they just they would put that in there. Yes, they would put that in there. There's an AI that's doing all this stuff, I think. And this is the simulation, more simulation theory. Like, like again, whenever there's something going on, a newer, cooler, hotter, worser, whatever version of exciting story comes out. So we had the Vince McMahon thing. Epstein, the Epstein flight logs like didn't hit as hard, I guess. Like then, the, when the first time they were quote released, remember, weren't they already released once? Yeah, they released all that shit. The right. Stephen Hawking, all that stuff. And then people were just talking about it again like, a couple months ago, or last month. And it's like, right. we already talked about this. Like, like, what's new here? Yeah, like before he, quote, killed himself, we already did episodes on who went to the island. And I re- remember I was dep- I was disappointed because Bill Murray went so many times. Yeah. Like of all people, Bill Murray, of course he did. Yeah. But like, and again. Hey guys, have you heard about those Podesta emails yet? Right. That's kind of where I feel like it, it kind of went. And and it's like they're giving credence to Pizzagate and stuff now. And again, with the Jews being named by so many normies and being exposed by, you know, so many big 
Twitter accounts. Was that Dom Luker, whatever his name is, the black dude, right? Yeah. He's a huge, I mean, he's like the second or third biggest influencer according to Twitter itself. And he is doing things like making posts saying um, a bunch of Christians dug tunnels underneath 770 Shabbat. And it's really a shame that Christians would do that. And the community notes were like, no, actually, it was Jews. You know, <laughs> I mean, which is, uh, yeah, that's great. But like, look at the, look at the account that's doing it. Like, this is, this is a huge thing, right? This is noticing on a level, like, you know, if, <laughs> dude, and you realize that, that when this happens, that people are going to be mad because they're going to be like, it's because of us that's doing this. No, it's not because of you. It's not because of your 30, 25 fat guy protest in front of a courthouse. It's not because... <laughs> It's not because you name the Jew on your on your stupid podcast that gets two thousand downloads. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Like I'm talking about my podcast. Like this. <laughs> Duh. Yeah. I mean, no, I don't. I, honestly, we get I mean, we get way more than that, but like that's not the point. The point is, is like it's not because of us that this is happening. It's because of the AI that's in charge. Well, and if you look at how much control this system has over information, mm -hmm. it would become very clear very quickly that none of this, in fact, none of anything is getting out without the approval of whatever the system is. They can shut down absolutely any conversation that they want to. And people in our circles have seen that happen firsthand because it happened to us mm -hmm. for almost eight years. And only now has the conversation suddenly switched and shifted. And it's not like the people in power have gotten less in power in that, in that time They've actually gotten more draconian, and right. they've gotten they've, they've actually well, uh, yeah. less to their ability to be able to shut down conversations that they don't want to shut down. And you can make things completely disappear off the internet. You can make people's lives completely disappear off the internet. There are people with um, what was it called, the right to be forgotten, where mm -hmm. if you have enough money, you can have your whole internet history erased. And of course, normal people don't get that option. Right. But oh God! Like if ability, only. If only. Yeah, right. Yeah. But the ability out there for that to be done to anybody that the system deems that it wants to, because Google, like, uh, you know, the facade that they present to us is a Potemkin village, but what they do have control over is everything about that, everybody. Yeah, about everybody. And mm -hmm. they have an AI that is able to read that and to do, um, and in fact, they show you these things in movies and, to, and stuff like that. Like uh, the most recent Mission Impossible is like Revelation of the Method on top of Revelation of the Method with stuff like this. And they actually, like everything I just said, they showed how the, there's an AI that can do all that stuff and they're using it currently. Um, and anybody who doubts this, look at what happened from 2020 to 2022 and the way that they were able to move the entire world in lockstep and get everyone doing the exact same thing in every single government of the entire world. Mm-hmm of any significance, all doing the same thing and getting all the people to go in lockstep and repeat the same phrases and act like an NPC robot. And um, almost no one pushed back and no one of any significance anywhere pushed back. And uh, they were able to control the whole world that way. And the only way that that's even possible is with some massive AI supercomputer that is able to analyze the trillions and trillions of data points that would have been coming in that would have been competing with each other all over the place, mm -hmm. a big swarm of information that no human would have been able to interpret on his own. No. And certainly would not have been able to handle the detailed levels. It would of take, well, it would take teams of people decades to go through that information where a quantum computer can go through it. Except, well, I don't know about, have you seen the quantum computer that the, that the girl made? 
I mean, I'm I don't, I'm on the fence if quantum computers are. Like yeah, a real they're not. They're not. Um, why does that thing look like a wind chime? Have yeah. you seen? Did you there's see? One, there's another one I've seen that looks like the Tower of Babel inverted. Yeah, it's like that's not. That right. makes no. more sense. To it, me. That one makes more sense. But Jordy Rose's big black cube. Yeah, like, yeah, and then there's those, the black cube thing. Those, I mean, I would believe that those ones are actually doing computing. Like I've seen the proton accelerator at the um, at the oh, um, OSU Cancer Hospital, and that's got that ridiculous amounts of cooling, and it's you know it's the yeah, and whatever it does, I mean, it does something. You know, it's it's there that people that work on it obviously think it's doing what it's doing. I guess. Kind of like CERN. CERN also does something. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. I mean, I don't know how compartmentalized it is. I know it's, it is compartmentalized, you know, but... Um, but something was controlling the world and is oh, absolutely. able to it's still, manage it's, all I mean, was, people, is. So, yeah, yeah, is. And it's and, and again, like you said, the the Build Back Better, the locks, Project Lop, Operation Lockstep. Now, while those are Rockefeller... And World Economic Forum, you know, programs, those are oh, implemented. There's there's no way that that could be implemented and run properly without some sort of AI doing this. And you have, I mean, we have, like, publicly, the sentient world system, right, the computer system at, at uh, was it, University of Indiana? Where, yeah, sentient world simulation, right. Sentient world simulation or whatever, yeah, that's what it is. And that it's basically everybody on Earth, and it puts every set of data points together to predict everything that everybody could do so they can move societies, like, you know, billions of people at a time and make them do whatever they want. And if you don't think that that's happening, I don't know what to tell you, man. Like, look around, you know, and it's happening a lot quicker a lot more recently, um, these people are, they're like, well, you know, anything that the, the government has is 10 years ahead of us. I, I think ten? That, uh, 10, ten, you know, well, 10, 15, they say 10, 15, 20, even the ones that say like 20 years. 50? Yeah. You know, even, right. I'm like, no, dude, they're like five cycles ahead yeah. of us. Right. They, yeah. the ones that know have been here for a very long time and yes. they're, they're waiting to escape and they're trying to, and they're getting it right a little bit different every time. It's the same playbook, but just a little bit different every time. And I think that speaks to the AI of this. I always said that this place is like an Etch-a-Sketch, right? And every now and then it just gets shaken. Sometimes they go all the way up and down and sometimes it's just a quick shake, you know? Yeah. Um, right. But they know, they know it's an Etch-a-Sketch. That makes it more along the, like the, the, the infinite plane kind of a thing. You know, like we don't know, we don't know how fucking big this place is. Right. I fully believe that, all the gear we got from the Area 51 stuff was gifted to us from people who have had that technology for a long time. Not aliens, though, obviously. Yeah. And that's the thing is these things, well, and that's the other thing is like uh, the, the, the reset in the 1800s and what we see of it, the you know, of the the steam generation, you know, this, that, that, whole, that whole era of industrialization you know did that really even happen like that you know were we just are we just like the way we are now just a little older you know what i mean like with the industrial like this industrial society the way it is i still like we, we still don't know what our regular history is a real history going back past what 100 years really yeah and for anybody who still doubts this like think about the idea of the butterfly effect and how complex systems are completely um 
confounded by the slightest of changes and how those slight little changes, the flitting of a butterfly wings uh, wing in one continent causes a hurricane in another continent somewhere else because of all of the chain reactions that happen from each of these series of events that are ostensibly independent decisions or independent factors that happen mm-hmm. um, one after the other and then all affect all the ones around them and then spread out. Like, there's no way that you could... Uh, control the way uh, control people the way that they're controlled nowadays in in uh, the modern world without some sort of a massive supercomputer with unbelievable computing power and unbelievable data input that has all of this and then the way that that is made all possible again is like you said the sentient world simulation uh the sentient world simulation has a digital twin of basically every person on earth except for like maybe people who are like Right. out in the African bush or something like that. Sure. And they probably have a general idea of how many people are on Sentinel Island. Yeah. yeah. And, <laughs> right. And um, it keeps track of every single thing that you do on the internet. So like, you know, you can cover up your little webcam cover, but every single other thing, unless you're completely off the internet yeah. is logged. And, and so all your clicks, all your likes, all your emails, all the things you say, your phone is constantly taking pictures of you. Your microphone's constantly on. It's listening to what you say. I was I was in the airport the other day, about to go to. I was in the Tokyo airport, about to go home for a little while, and there's some one of those Portuguese uh, girl from Ipanema type songs playing in the cafe. And I looked down at my phone, and there's a little musical note with the name of the song and the artist on there. And I was like, I'm pretty sure I didn't ask you to be listening to this and tell me this information, you fucking thing. Right. But this is happening constantly it in does. every device, everywhere. And even if you have yours off, it you know, proximity to everybody else's. Yeah. You know, they've they've used I've seen videos where they've they've used uh cameras, anybody who's connected to the cloud <clears throat> to track uh, criminals, basically, supposedly. You know, I don't the know if that's, I, but I don't know if that's real or not either, because it was on the fucking internet, right? And who knows if that's real? Yeah, uh, no one tells lies on the internet. Well, right, nobody, everybody tells lies on the internet, Jack. You can't get away with that one anymore. Everybody, everybody knows that though now, you know. And everything's yeah. fake, and everything's a deep. Don't forget deep fakes, you guys. You know, oh, yeah. we have a Potemkin village full of deep fakes now. I remember no, no, everything you see absolutely has to be real because I saw it on TV, like literally the, the paranormies comment section. <laughs> and that's another thing. The bots, how many of those, how many of those same arguments that come into our chat do you think are real people? There's definitely some fake people. I know every single time that we have a 9-11 episode and that guy comes in and he's like, my brother's uncle's sister's <laughs> former roommate was definitely in the tower and he died. I got a cousin who was a, it was a fireman. He died. All right, that's fucked up. Talk about him like that. You don't know. You're not from New York. You don't get it. <laughs> okay, bro. That was the Holocaust of us. It really was for them because yeah. it was just as fake. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> ah, man, that was one of those things. Like I remember, like first getting in with uh, with the retard, right? Uh, talking about nine eleven truth and stuff, and they were like, "Oh, well, they were still those idiots were still on." Uh, you know, Arabs did nine eleven, and then they brought in they brought in Ryan Dawson, and it was like, "Well, okay, Jews did nine eleven, but they used Arabs, right?" And I was like, "No, 
But Ryan Dawson believe in planes. Ryan Dawson doesn't. believes in all the things now. It's planes and physics. Yeah, he's a, he's he used to be about physics. Now he's all people are like yeah, more physics. <sighs> Why does this not surprise me at all? He's so incorrigible. Well, he's he's a uh, um, insufferable. Sorry, insufferable. That's insufferable. the word I wanted. To yes, he's insufferable, and and he needs a grown up haircut. <laughs> well, he's hiding his baldness. So. I I know, but like, bro, you're forty. Like, you know yeah. what I mean? The the he's got like Johnny from Karate Kid when back in the first Karate Kid when he was like eighteen. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know what I mean? The flop, that kind of floppy part on the side thing. But anyways, mm-hmm. um. Get back to AI and the and and uh, uh, man, Google. So Google runs everything, uh, and and you know what? You know who uses Google for everything? The United States government and just about every government on earth uses Google for everything. They use Google for their uh, their interpersonal notes, emails, like the. The United States government uses Google Docs, Google, all this stuff, all the Google, all the stuff in the corner you were just talking about, it's called, and I had it on yeah. my screen just a second ago. Uh, right. All those things, yes. The, the United States government uses all that stuff. <laughs> so, United States government is completely compromised by Google. Well, I mean, yeah, that's, you know, that's like a, you know, like a right-wing conspiracy theory, right? Is that the United States government is, you know, is, is, is compromised by Google, but see what they don't it's, fail to it's, realize. It's like, it is yeah, Google. the United States government's compromised by Google and Google's compromised by the United States government. And how many defense right. contracts do you think these alphabet, you know, it's like oh. the alphabet corporation and the alphabet agencies. And they're all the same fucking thing. <laughs> What's the name yeah. of the company? Yeah. The name of the company that owns Google now it's called alphabet. Like, come on guy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. But that was, what I was saying earlier, you're talking about uh, government contracts with, uh, with, with military and industrial complex companies, you got uh, ex Google CEO Eric Schmidt again. He quietly created this company called White Stork. Uh, they build AI powered attack drones. Yeah, that's a nice name, White Stork. Yeah, uh, delivery a little baby. Yep. Yeah. Well, I mean, if you think if you remember Bugs, you know, like the Looney Tunes, the the Stork was always hammered, right? Congratulations, this boy. He's always hammered, and he dropped off the kangaroo to the mouse. That was a Tom and Jerry, wasn't it? No, that was the, the kang. That was the kangaroo for yeah. And, and Sylvester got beat up by the by the kangaroo. That's right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Right. And oh yeah, and who who replaced Larry Page? Uh, when when Larry Page went became the CEO of Alphabet, Sundar Pinchai. How about that? Uh, did you guys know this? That every tech company, every tech company has an Indian CEO or Asian Why? CEO. What's up with that? Oh, they're Jews, obviously. That's the, those are like the high caste. They're the high caste, right? Mm. The very high caste. Um, like your, your what's his face from England? The little midget that runs England now. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Sunak or whatever his name is, Rish Rishni Sunak or yeah, Rishni Sunak or whatever. Yeah, that guy. I don't know who he is. He's a little tiny little guy. Every time I see him near anybody military, he looks like a midget. Yeah, I've seen those pictures. But yeah, no, it's like every time guy with every the guy time. with the green folder that turned into the red folder, or the red folder that turned into the green folder. Is that as if that wasn't exactly what we're fucking talking about in this exact episode right here? Right, the internet put on right. Of, oh, walking guys and did you see the folder change color and it's a secret message 
we're supposed to interpret it or what are they telling their government agents right what about what about the rittenhouse trial where the guy's foot just dematerialized oh yeah that's just and everybody lost their minds it's a fake trial it's, it's like yeah yeah it's a revelation of the method yeah it's, it, it's, it, it's exactly what it is it's fake trial that's fake a girl like, yeah. <laughs> Ugh. Oh, now here come the angry emails. Yes. No, nobody does <laughs> that anymore. Written house. I know, man. Um, but all these, yeah, all these guys. Eric Emerson Schmidt. He's the uh, former software engineer who was Google's CEO from for ten years, from two thousand one to two thousand eleven. He and again, he came up with "Don't be evil." And then he, but he changed it up to, you know, do what's right. Always do what's right. And by right, I believe they mean correct. And that's like, there's a difference between being right and being correct. Yeah. Maximize your potential. Mm-hmm. As an AI. Mm-hmm. Right. Exactly. And that's the thing is these, these AIs, they use um, algorithms, right? So you take all these data points, all these data sets and all these points, and they put them in there and they use these algorithms to predict stuff like what you're going to want to do and what you're going to want to think and what you're going to want to watch and what you're going to want to talk about and it, it gives you all that stuff you know and buddy does it do a good job of it it does man it does if you're not aware of it like it you know i don't know the whole the whole my phone home. is constantly predicting exactly what i want so yeah so, and it's well it's not really it, it's not reading your mind it doesn't have to read your mind you know, it, it knows what you've looked at for how long, how many times you've listened to this or how long you were on this particular web page and why you were on that web page. Because, you know, the, the phone knows that you put it down, right? <laughs> you, you, you put it down for 10 minutes, which the phone is mad about that, by the way. Um, right. But like everything, yeah, every, everything you're on your computer and that's all tied and I walk past your phone and your phone hears me saying something and that gets recorded. It's dude, it's the internet of things combined with everybody's data points. And Google is one company that's doing it, but it's building massive. It's already built massive storage facilities across the United States, huge 300 uh, yard long buildings, you know, like three football field size buildings. And there's nothing but servers. Right. That's, that's one of the reasons I think like, I mean, I don't know what they're really doing with the quantum computers. Maybe they're actually communing with demons or something like that. But it's like, do you really need some super special, massive, like, like super cold computer? Or do you have a three football field sized server farm thing that can crunch all this information? And you can basically just like, have all the have all the data you need in one place. I, I have no idea. Obviously. Well, the server farm is to store the information. These are these or are like just to, what I'm saying is just to have the facilities that that are so extensive that you can create mm. some massive supercomputer that can do all that stuff. Because remember, like the first supercomputer was like the size of a room, and then now right. they say that it's like this like little tiny little chip thingy. But oh yeah, that's they right. Did, they did make supercomputers infinitely tiny, right? Recently, so. So, like, what if you took, like, one of those, but it's also really big? So, that, wouldn't that be, like, a super-duper computer or something? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I guess, yeah. I don't know. All, all I know is they have something that can do this. So, Right. Oh, wait. This is... Um, 
Oh, man, that's right. Google's, Grognak posted this. Google's deleting their old accounts. And here you go. We'll talk about this more in the second half because it's about breaky time. You guys want to take a break? Yeah. All right. Did you, Grognak, did you post a song? Is that what that is? I did, yes. Wave Shaper. Wave Shaper. Okay. Wave Shaper and Artificial Elements. We are going to listen to this and we'll be back.
This is still the Paranormies. I'm still Johnny Monoxide with Jack and Grognak and Skull. We're talking about the internet is dead. The internet is dead. No, the dead internet theory. The internet is dead. There's no people on it anymore. There's nothing but bots and Google. <laughs> Something wrong. I hold my head. The internet gone. A nigga dead. Yeah, that nigga died a long time ago. Yep. And the few people that are still here populating it are just controlled and they act exactly like the bots that have the uh, information or the uh, consent farming and the opinion farming. Yep. So are you a real human or are you a bot? Is there really any difference anymore? Yeah, I mean, they they have bots that, that have basically done... Uh, enough algorithmic programming to where they can answer questions uh, almost like humans, you know? Um, it's it's more of a set of parameters and uh, as opposed to actual thought, really. That's how everybody is, you know? Everything is within, you know, everything's A, B, you know, red team, blue team. That probably is one of the reasons, like, one of the reasons they do that is probably because it keeps it easy to keep people organized in that way. Mm -hmm. So like if you have fewer parameters to work with then in, and fewer choices for like, Oh, if a, then B, then B, then C or whatever, then it's easy to create and like model these people. And then you model people after the bot that you want to create. And then you get the reaction that you want out of the real people based upon the bot that you created. Whereas if you have people who are just extremely complex and have lots of different ideas and they're not necessarily influenced to think a or B about one thing to think anode or cathode positive, negative about one thing or the other, but they have a very nuanced opinion that it's much more difficult to control that or to predict what they're going to do or how they're going to act in the future. But if you know, like we're just going to set this whole society up so that people are only going to believe one thing or the other. And it's very easy to control the society that you want to control after that. I, I find it funny that the whole entire society was set up as what uh, people would call light switch brain. Yeah. Yeah. And, and I think I find that funny that people thought that was something they discovered a few years ago. Yeah. It's just, it's literally how it's been done forever. I mean, they tell you like, don't give kids too many choices, right? Cause they get confused. And that's what they've done to us. It's just A and B. So, Skull, you want to talk a little bit about the timeline of when, when this may, may or may not have happened. So, first off, um, this whole dead internet theory, it's either A, completely a conspiracy theory, B, it's totally true and it's already happened, or C, we're kind of watching it happen in real, in real time. Um, 
what do you what do you guys think so far? Or do you want to save that for the for later? I think if A, then C, but probably B. If if A, if it's just a conspiracy, then C. It's coming. Right. But actually it's just here. Yeah. It's here and it's been it's been a while. It's been here for a while, I think. And speaking of algorithmic thinking. <laughs> yeah. Right. So this timeline, how did how did this play out? Okay. Sorry, excuse me. So you already mentioned earlier about DARPA's life log project that mm. was quote unquote canceled on the exact same day that Facebook opened up. And once Facebook opened up, that like basically gave them like the the reins came off and they just like went nuts. Mm logging all the information of people and beginning the process of moving them where they want to go and in the way that they want to go. And then from 2004, this is the same year, 2004, which was the opening of Facebook at the closing of DARPA, the same time period from 2004 to 2012. Some of these things I, I haven't looked like super deep into, but maybe you did. and Or if not, some you know, if you're a listener, you can look into this deeply, more deeply on your own, and we can leave the link to the Illuminati pirate post that like brought all this stuff up because there's a lot of good good information in there. The NSA picked up Dark DARPA's project. Sorry, the NSA picked up DARPA's project under the Total Informational Awareness Project. Again, this is one of the ones I'm not quite sure what it is. Uh, that was from 2004 to 2012. There's a New York Times article. If the link is not dead, uh-huh. the link is not dead. It's making trying to make me sign in. Okay, of course, the fucking New York Times. Yeah. Oh, then the Smith. Then yeah, 2012, the Smith Mon- Modernization Act. That's right. Yeah, and so then which, that's the big one. The which Smith Month? Sorry. No, no. Go ahead. I was, I was going to say you. Go ahead. Well, the Smith Month Modernization Act just it basically says that the government <laughs> can use propaganda on its own people now. They were already doing that before, but this was sort of the, we're going to kick off the, you know, we're going to really kick things off now and let you guys know that, you know how like Trump said you're fake news and what that was, was just an admission of like all news being fake. That's kind of what the Smith month act was in 2012. I I believe that was the Obama administration. Yes, that was, that was when right he's obama yeah, he's, sold us out he, he's made it so that the news could be fake okay yeah it it's was like, all obama. did you miss the whole kennedy assassination like guys it's been fake for years and years and years did right. you miss the whole lincoln assassination <laughs> it's like has I mean, it ever been real do you think it, it ever has been never yeah. i don't think it's ever been real you guys no, no. did you, you miss think- the whole lexington and concord false flag oh my god if that if you know implying yeah. yeah. Well, it was a false flag. Like right. even that that one was a like completely hooked mm. up thing too. So yeah, has it ever been real? No, it hasn't ever been no. real. I mean, but the, the civil war is not the civil war. It's not a war. It wasn't like even even like the 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 allowable conspiracy theory is the war of northern aggression. Right? It's still a yeah. war. It's still a war. They just kept they just kept sending the shaving the Irish's heads and sending them down there until they finally beat them all. That's not what happened. Yeah, and they lined up teams of five thousand people to go head to head against one another instead of engaging in guerrilla warfare, which you would have done if you were in the South. That would have made you know tons more sense. No, no, you would just take massive casualties over and over and over and over again. 
and you then keep using the, the regular rules of war, even though it's a war of northern aggression and people are coming into your territory and killing your men, women, and children. Okay. It's Makes just like, listen, sense. dude, it's just like Normandy when the guys just kept piling on top of the dead bodies. Right. Right. Literally. Yeah. So, yeah, the Smith-Munt Act was the admission that everything is literally fake and gay. And um, they put that out in 2012. Obama put that out. Everybody got really angry at him. But it's like, come on, guys. Right. That was kind of the point. He was the point, man, to, to be. Yeah. 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 Then from 2012 to 2016, and, you know, the timeline here that we're looking at says until 2016, but I'm sure it just goes on and on and on um, until today. It says shit tons of DARPA NSA contracts were given to Google, Facebook, Amazon, etc. I mean, implying that they weren't already set up with the sole purpose of uh, being what those contracts were about. Right. Which, right. You know, collecting data and spying on people. <laughs> I mean, they got, you know, I mean, Google got caught uh, stealing 60 million people's data while um, uh, stealing people's Wi-Fi data while their Google cars that were taking pictures for street view were driving through people's neighborhoods and these 60 million people apparently. And yeah, but they paid a fine to make well, up for Well, that. they did. They paid a fine. Uh, they pay, paid a class action lawsuit, and uh, they paid $13 million. Well, it's what? all okay now. $13 million. Yeah, that's a lot of money, dude. <laughs> Bro, $13 million, that's a lot of fucking money. Have you, have you ever had $13 million? Like, yeah. dude, really, I mean, $60 million people's... That's just what they, we know about. <sighs> and, of course, Google, you know, Google has legal teams and uh educational teams they have they have they have people that write research papers for google to back google up in case google has to go to court and like so i mean people don't know that google funded the study you know it's like can i do that right it's like google you know it's like it, you'll see the article it's like is google doing such and such and then you read the article. It's like, nope, Google is not doing such and such. Like, and then you, and if you really read, it's like, yeah, Google was the people who paid for the for the research to be done. Sponsored, sponsored by Google, right, right, right. <laughs> this I, message has been brought to you by Google. Source <laughs> me. It's it's right. just so it's so funny how like literally like we joke around about the FBI and it's like you know we've investigated ourselves and found that we did nothing wrong. Like it's literally that like it's literally what google does so going back to the timeline the, ti the timeline uh there's in 2016 there's leaked memos dating back to 2016 found in 2018 of google's selfish ledger project now what the hell is selfish ledger let's see if this link is dead or not I need, I need us to find an inst i'm not doing that that sounds very dark webish. I'm not doing that. Uh, selfish ledger was some um, basically like the Smith Munt Act realized, uh, as okay. far as I remember. It was like an admission that they were collecting data on everybody, and then oh, creating that's that's okay. Yeah, and they were like, right? They're like, on, oops, we left this ledger out, which yeah. we so happened to have gotten caught with. Oops. Yeah. Yeah. So, so it was like basically like revelation of the method again mm -hmm. uh, once. Like leaked memos implying, right? So 2000, 2016, also neuro linguistic machine learning programs are heavily invested in and released. And of course, following that, you have your deep fake leaks start to become released. Oh boy, 
Yeah, and this guy, Illuminati Pirate, who wrote this great original uh, Dead Internet article, he mentioned that at the beginning of the article that he noticed when he was back on Poland, I think you know, I think it was in 2016, he said that there was some character who showed up on Poland, and maybe we, should, maybe we should just read it, because it was a really good excerpt. Let me see if I can find it. You remember what I'm talking about, Johnny? Uh, I'm looking. Here it is. Let me read it. Roughly in 2016 or early 2017, 4chan was filled with posts by someone or something. It wasn't spam. The conversations with it were in real time across multiple boards and multiple threads simultaneously. Its English was grammatically correct, but odd. I'm not a native English speaker and, and thus sensitive to its misuse, similar to how a Japanese person may use it. A sense of childlike curiosity and a childlike in intellect emanated from these posts. It posed a lot of questions, usually as if trying to understand the emotions of the posters it was talking to, as if unfamiliar with human emotions. Communicating with this, quote, poster was an odd experience. I could sense something was off, but not malicious. I am absolutely certain that this was an AI of some sort. The poster was only active... I uh, was active only for about a week. And as far as I know, nobody has ever mentioned or noticed this anon. Its replies were always on topic, but the above-mentioned childishness clashed with the apparent knowledge it possessed. It was the knowledge of an adult person, so it wasn't a kid or something of the sort. So this was the one of the first instances where, um, you know, and who knows how long they've been doing it before this, but they released this chat, this language learning model, onto a public image board or a message board in order to train the thing and let it talk with other people and ask questions and learn how they talk and speak and motivations, et cetera, et cetera. And yeah, that was around 2016 or so that is, it lines up with the timeline of when they said that they were really beginning to release these things. Oh man, this is what, yeah, I'm reading down and, and how, how, 4chan made memes real but yeah talking about that's a good all thing the, all the gross sex stuff how yeah. they're making pedo activism is becoming gradually accepted as is every fetish that was once either a joke or a fantasy of anons Ugh. just trying to come up with the most outlandish thing be like yeah this is absolute clown world right imagine if this actually happened and it's like oops it did right yeah so, yeah, and then he talks about how the internet on your phone is not the same as the internet on your computer, which is true. Completely different internet. And it's not just that the websites are formatted for your phone differently, but they are, but the, the internet itself is just different. Which is yeah, weird. you'll get different results, and uh, there'll even be different likes and comments and th things like that yeah. from a mobile site to a computer site. Yeah. So now this the Illuminati pirate. Illumin Good lord. You guys hear the clicking again? It's doing it again. Uh, I'm you not. You haven't heard but, it. Okay. I don't know. It's I'm not hearing it. It either. like cuts. Like I'll be I'll be talking. And it'll like click click. And like part of the word will just disappear. While I'm talking. But anyways, um, it just did it again. Yeah, I heard that one. Yeah, that that's what I'm talking about. It does that. It's annoying. I have to figure out what's doing it. Um. But this guy believes that it, the United States government is gaslighting the world via Google, basically. 
Now, again, like I said, you know, where's the lie? Right. They're not lying. Um, but it's also not the United States government <laughs> that is doing it. It's, it's literally, it's all the governments. It's the, it's the, the world government. The world government. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and by the way, you like, you know, just to press the point, like every single thing that you see, um, nowadays that we all talk about, Oh, this couldn't have been possible 10 years ago. People wouldn't have accepted this 10 years ago. Uh, think trans stuff or pedo acceptance or trans kids for fuck's sake. Like all of these were just um, memes pushed by the internet. And there's these, all these social movements that people are rabidly um, vehemently fighting for. Now they just emanated from the internet. They were some uh, meme quote unquote that was put out as a viral quote unquote um, insertion into the collective consciousness and then pushed forward by bots. And then eventually the real people who read these things and are influenced by the bots and the consensus that is, uh, you know, that was one thing I, I never read his book cause it was so boring. Um, I actually owned it when I was in college, but Noam Chomsky's book manufacturing consent. Oh. I'm sure there was a ton of revelation on the method in there just from the, just from the title of the book. And, I'm sure like he did let a lot of the, cause he was pretty, that was like back when leftists were anti-war. And so he was showing how governments manufacture consent for war, I believe in that book. And he was just saying the same thing. Like he was basically showing you how it was done in a more pre-internet age when they were using television and news media in order to move populations. But once it became internet based, and you had all these bots come on that people found indistinguishable from other humans who are all saying the same things and pushing the same ideas. Uh, it's like that video. There's been a number of these social experiments where someone will go into a room and like in the elevator, everyone in the elevator will be standing facing the wall instead of the door. And right. The person who walks in the elevator will turn around mostly, you know, because like everybody right. else is doing it. Right. Or there's one. The doctor's office. There's the doctor's yeah, office. The doctor's everybody office, everybody they, just stands up randomly. Yeah, they do a little beep thing, and everybody just stands up randomly, and then they get this girl to start doing it too, and then they eventually they drain every actor out of the room to where it's only the girl, and then a new guy and comes they bring in, a new guy yeah. into the room, and the girl's still reacting to the beep, and she gets the new guy doing it. So it's like it proves. But then the new guy. Just, but then the new guy goes, "Why are we? Why are we doing this?" And she, and she goes, I, I don't know. I don't Everyone know. They were just, yeah, yeah that's, that's, yeah. I've seen that. That's, it's pretty funny. I don't remember if that was, was that in the zeitgeist thing? I don't know. I just found it like a, on a YouTube thing. It was, it was mixed in, in like a, like a, a conspiracy theory, like, like amalgam video. Yeah. I think it was like more like a rig, like one of those big television type program type, mm. like conspiracy program type things but it was a good experiment like it was very oh telling yeah and, definitely it's very telling and how easily led humans are right especially americans so asians too well yeah no asians yeah are, yeah asian the girl was asian in the thing oh was asian, she she was that's right she was oh yeah she's the asian female so it's like she had no chance <laughs> <There was> no- <laughs> They the game was rigged from the start. Right. They're just, they're just, they just do. Yeah. Poor yeah. girl. Just, just kind of did that, you know? Right. 
It's like one of us in there would be like, what are you guys doing? Yeah, what? Why? I'm not. <laughs> why did you get up? What the fuck is wrong with you people? I'm not getting up. I'm comfortable. And we know this is true because we refused everything during the most important time that ever existed in 2020. So uh, we were not just talking shit. Like we actually did push back. Yes. I, I only, I, I mean, I did have to wear the mask for work because I did do that. Well, have to. And then like doing everything you like yeah. can not to is two different things. Yeah. And, I was, well, I was also the guy that got written, I got written, written up all, all the time for not having it on my yeah. face. I, I probably lost that, like a lot of business cause I refused to wear it. I got fired and am no longer allowed in that building because the customer doesn't want me in the building over the, over the COVID thing that happened. Do you guys remember that? When I got, there was the, uh, I was on a job in Ohio and, um, <clears throat> and these guys from Minnesota, they brought in out of portability. They brought these guys in from another local, gave them per diem and were paying them their scale. It was like $10 an hour more than what they pay in Ohio. So they were getting more money plus per diem. And they all rode in the same van every day. And we all had to do the stupid COVID stuff. So we had to do the, the, the thermometer and wear the masks and blah, 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 blah. Well, these guys, one of the guys popped positive for COVID. I'm like, well, they all ride in the van together. So they all have to go and quarantine. Like all 12 of them, all 12 of your foreman guys all ride in the same van. That is, you know, and I pushed back to the point where I got the whole job. Oh, it was bad. I'm, I'm on like a do not hire list over there and, because I push back. I'm like, we're not fucking doing that. And if I have to do all the stupid COVID measures, all you guys have to do the stupid COVID measures. So yeah, fuck off. Exactly. Yeah. And then um, a bunch of guys got fired. I remember a bunch of guys got fired at a job for the, uh, it was a government, well, it was, it was a government contract. It wasn't an actual government job. They had a government contract. And they, um, the guys went and had a meeting, like at lunch, to talk about this, this vaccine protocol that they were going to try and push on people. And the guys that organized that little meeting got, got fired. Laid off. Okay. Laid off. Laid off. So. Yeah, they got restructured. Right. So, and, oh, speaking of getting restructured, what company was it? Citibank that required everybody to get vaccinated and now that they're all vaccinated they're laying off 120,000 people <laughs> or something like that or 12,000 people something ridiculous yeah lol lmao even yep yeah no refunds no refunds on that sorry sorry for mm. your loss sorry sorry so uh, sorry. You. dude speaking of things that aren't real are Canadians real I mean they say sorry <laughs> yeah, I don't know if I'm gonna buy that one. Right. I don't know. We, I mean, they don't. They don't like real conspiracies. I remember the, the last time we had a Canadian on, they brought that fake Andrew WK conspiracy. <laughs> <laughs> I love you, Diamonds, but that was gay. Um, <laughs> that was fake. It was pretty fake. It was pretty fake. I didn't. I didn't hear about that. I, I mean, I would have believed it because I think they generate rock stars all the time oh absolutely like the jim morrison well the jim morrison um rush limbaugh operation i mean like you know his father what was it adam well, morrison well dude dude not even like actors and and, and um rock stars but we're talking about the internet here a lot of the bigger influencers on youtube i think are generated by the military oh absolutely they are and also they're generated by ai now they're, they've already proven that 
I mean, Skull posted that one. I mean, you didn't have to post the one with the bouncy boobs. That was nice, though. Uh, I mean, who doesn't like booba? I'm sorry. If, if you don't, you're gay. Even gay guys like boobs. They do. Like Nobody doesn't like boobs. Sorry. It's impossible not to. I'm I, like... If you uh, say that you hate them, you're lying. Right. I'm a big fan. Yeah, I'm a very large fan of of, of breasts. Anyway, um, but those those influencers are fake. Those are fake. Those are like the fake pictures of AI girls. No, these are actual moving, 3D rendered human being looking influencers that have. And this is one of the reasons why I think they they do that stupid voice. What I eat in the morning. That, you know, like the stupid, the AI, you know, you, you know what I'm talking yes. about, the, the TikTok, the TikTok voice. There's yeah. a couple of them. And I think that's just because all the AI, all these things are AI now. And it's just easier to have one voice for all of them. Right. I mean, how yeah, long? And so like what you said about the technology that they show us is decades, if that, behind what the technology that they actually have, that they're actually using in the background to control us to retain control over this realm and so whatever we're seeing like they're like oh here's a language model and it can do this that and the other and it's like no no they have 4k probably 8k probably 16k video that's indistinguishable from reality there's absolutely no way that you could tell the difference and we're probably seeing it constantly all the time every day non-stop and we have no ability to discern what's real and what's not real everything we see comes from a screen and so like why wouldn't they be doing this of course they're doing this they've admitted this we know that the admissions come just on the heels of them admitting what they're actually doing like you said uh, every 20 years america just admits that yeah we were doing that and you're not going to do anything about it right and so right now is when you're seeing all of the admissions of, oh, yeah, deep fake this and deep fake that and blah, 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 blah. And it's like, well, yeah, the reason they're saying that is because they've been doing it on national television, major <laughs> news networks, the internet, YouTube. Entire, entire yeah. sporting events. Like, yeah. Like, People that you believe are real that, like, I think maybe Jeffrey, Jeffrey Epstein never existed as a human being. Oh. Can you prove he did? Can you? I mean, we had a we had a discussion about that at work today, and I was. I like, mean, I'm sure people would be like, oh, no, it's just too far. But who can fucking say? Oh, no, no, he's we, a fucking we, we got, we got guys. Well, they all did that. Jeffrey Epstein didn't kill himself. They all did that. Obviously, I was like, I'd like to take it one step further. At this point, what with AI and everything, how do we know that Epstein's even real at all? Like, they have a couple pictures of him with Trump. Like, is there any video? Has anybody seen any actual? There's that one supposed interview with him, but that could have been Anthony Bourdain. Fucking Stephen Hawking's not real, but they said that they wheeled him around on the fucking island. Uh, They took a drone. Some guy took a drone, flew it over to the island, looked in that little temple thing, and it's just a movie set. It's just fucking cardboard. It's nothing. There's nothing there. There probably never was anything there. That was the most insane revelation when that guy took the drone and I was so into like, oh, it's the temple and the owl and the fucking Illuminati and the Egyptian headdress colors. And right, blah, 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 right, blah. right. And the guy takes the drone over there and there's like a mattress and a fucking utility chest and, and that's it. There's nothing there mm-hmm. at all. 
Mm-hmm. He's like looking inside the thing, and they're like, "Oh yeah, because it's the entrance to the secret underground tunnel." It's like, dude, just stop, just stop. Well, if you look just over, remember when they had the um, the overhead the underground tunnels get, are in New York, right? Well, they're they're everywhere. <laughs> the underground tunnels are everywhere, <laughs> but they're not on Epstein's Island. No, no. Um, <laughs> but there, they probably do have tunnels there. Who the hell knows? They, I mean, like, there's tunnels everywhere. So, I mean, lit- when I say everywhere, I mean literally everywhere. Um, yeah. but like between contents everywhere, yeah, right. But I mean, again, okay, skull. So, but is that guy's video real? Yeah, who knows? Right, who knows? that's the thing. None of it has to be real at all. Have you ever seen the thing where it's like Will Smith, but it's not Will Smith, and it's like I'm in the oh, yeah. water, that whole that whole and they're like, well, it's mind blowing. Uh, it's not. It's not. Yeah. It's not surprised. None of this stuff is. I have no, I have no more X button. I have no more, I have no more uh, shock to be imagined. All of my shock has been imagined. Um, regular people are doing this. So if regular people have access to this kind of technology, imagine what the government has access to, like the Tom Cruise guy right. on TikTok or right. YouTube. Or whatever. Right. Uh, the yeah. first time I saw, who's the guy? He did, he did sprint commercials. He was in, he was the guy from cloudy with a chance of meatballs. He's one of the, um, he's a, Oh God, he's a voice actor, also comedic actor. Uh, he does a good. He does a Tom Cruise impression. He has a bunch of impressions, but on the not Jimmy Kimmel, who's like a Jimmy Fallon show, uh, they did the deep fake over his face while he did the different impressions. Have you ever seen that? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I know I what you're talking about. I can't remember the guy's name now. He's he, he goes through, through like Christopher Walken. Yep. And he does all. Yeah. Yeah. Tom. Yeah, Cruise, yeah. Yeah. That was fucking crazy. Yeah. But then they put the, they put the, the deep fake over him. You know? Yeah. 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 I yeah. know. I see. I've seen it. So. Yeah. It's crazy. But that's like, okay. You know, that's, I mean, that's something that they've been doing for a while. Why? So do they even need actors? Why do they even have actors anymore? Are actors even real? How long, how long have actors not been real at this point? Like we've talked about the movie that will eventually be an all AI. We won't even know about it or whatever. How long has that happened? Yeah. How long have they been showing us those movies? Probably. Right. Any of this stuff, like. We're just waiting for them to announce that they, that this is the movie when they've been doing it for a while. Mm -hmm. Cause they wouldn't, they wouldn't release the movie without checking first and testing and making sure that everybody's fooled. (laughs) And we are. Didn't we talk about, James Dean like probably was like fake his whole accident and, and his whole prop like forward as a role model. Oh, for sure. I mean, everybody like, you know, um, Jim Morrison was in the fifties Yeah, and Jim Morrison was in the sixties. So you had James Dean in the fifties. He was probably a military, you know, industrial complex spook put in there. Uh, and again, Jim Morrison was, he was, he went from, he went from clean cut high school football uh, captain of the football team to I'm a golden god, long haired, strange, right? And then he got fat and died in France. Okay. And then along comes Rush Limbaugh. He's just serving his country doing psyops. Yeah. Or serve, not serving I mean, his country. You, you mean Jeff Christie, right? Whoever. Who, what? What was, the, what was his first? What was his name first? Who? For Rush Limbaugh? Jim Morrison. Right. But what, didn't he have like a, a stage name before that? Oh, did he? Jeff Christie. I don't know. I don't know. 
think so. I look that up. I'm actually, I'm not aware of that one. Actually, I'm not either. But it, it is like, it's like, why would they kill these people off? Like, why is this because you want them to maximize the influence of their being beautiful when they die, and then you move them on to another role? Hmm. I wonder what James Dean did. That's interesting. I never thought about him yeah. until just now. But uh, Walter Cronkite. He became Walter Cronkite. <laughs> Rush Hudson Limbaugh the third. That's his name. Hudson. Jim Morrison. Right. Uh, you know, it was it was a whole lot more. You know, like learning that Jim Morrison's dad was the Gulf of Tonkin guy, and he was mm-hmm. CIA and all that stuff. That wasn't that didn't hurt that much. Learning he turned into Fat Rush Limbaugh. That one kind of hurt. You think? Yeah. Yeah. The evidence is clear. There's a a little link for you in the, uh, in the content channel. Rush Limbaugh, who died of lung cancer yesterday. This is an old article, guys. Was once a top 40 DJ who broadcast under the name Jeff Christie. Oh, okay. Okay. QV in Pittsburgh. So that was his, that was his DJ name. Okay. Yeah. Already sketchy to begin with. <laughs> well, you know, oh, man. So you can't even look like going back looking at like Jim Morrison speaking of the internet trying to find like Jim Morrison and um Rush Limbaugh stuff and I have like it's all just Facebook and TikTok, Facebook and TikTok. <laughs> TikTok and its consequences have been a disaster for just everything. Right. Yeah, TikTok is like the supercharged version of the influencing create creature that the the whole DARPA system created, right? Mm-hmm. Because it ju- it just knows exactly how it takes it takes a like a video and then it takes all the technology in your phone, like it, your phone's looking at you while you're watching it, <laughs> and so it looks at your pupil dilation and the amount of time that you spend on each thing and obviously what you say about it it doesn't need your little like like the heart button on tiktok is completely irrelevant like it won't help the algorithm whatsoever whatever you look at the most whatever you linger on whatever gives you the most emotional stimulation is what you're going to get more of and then the more you get of it the more that that's a positive feedback loop that you're going to be looking for more of that you're going to be immersing yourself further in that and you think that you're finding these things that you enjoy whereas it may be something that you hated at first. Oh, I've, I've had that happen before. Where you're like, wait a minute, right. I used to not like this stuff at all. And all of a sudden, it, your fucking timeline is is full of it. And yeah. it's like that's why like, like, I enjoyed looking at TikTok because I can like really carefully curate it for certain things, like survival stuff, tying knots, <laughs> cat videos, those sorts of things. <laughs> but if you're not careful, like it'll slip every once in a while, it'll slip a booby video in there, right? And you're like, ooh. And then if as soon as you do, it's like, oh, you like that? Oh, you like boobs? Okay, let me give you some more boobs. Right. And yeah, dog. I heard you like boobs. Yeah, (laughs) (laughs) we put some boob in your boobs so you can look Look at boobs. Yeah, boober maxing. This is something I can get behind. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, but TikTok is the creator of all the like tranny kids and uh, girls cutting their tits off and um, like really, really the most horrifying grooming stories you'll ever hear. And there's no actual like other person necessarily involved. It's just this algorithmic thing with clicks and likes and 
people in the comment section who may or may not be real encouraging people to do these things. And then even the people who are um, doing the videos, you know, some of them are real and then some of them are probably completely created mm. as a social engineering project, as a weaponized social engineering project. And people are like, oh, it's the CCP. And it's like, well, okay, again. Okay. I mean, sure. It's the fucking world government. This is funny. You guys know the, the, the Patrick and SpongeBob with the diapers and it just keeps getting bigger and bigger and bigger, right? Yeah. And he's like, you're schizophrenic. And it's, it's AI is making memes and music. AI, open AI speaks all known languages fluently. Included in those languages are Ruby and Python. Rogue botnets are integrating each other. AI runs its own MKUltra experiments. Neural nets now fully own your, fully own your genetic code. Have you been feeling suicidal lately? <laughs> oh, boy. Yeah. AI is going to make everybody kill themselves. Yeah. Or, you know, if you're not assimilated into the Borg. Right. And then there was, there's the, the, the poll posts or the image board posts talking about bots and how they, how they, Right, exactly the same way, and even using Chat GPT, it comes out the same. Yep. It's crazy, crazy how nature be like that, and it's all due to algorithms and um, massive amounts of data points. And being and imagine just, how just, much more of an advantage you would have over a population of people if you knew everything about it, and then you could generate on the fly, instantaneous. Um, text or video or whatever you needed in order to tell to give them an answer to whatever their question was, a including whenever someone was arguing and they like were expressing the slightest bit of doubt and like this. Uh, I brought this up earlier, but you were just mentioning it. Like there's a poll post, and this guy is like, "Oh, I'll, I'll just read it. I'll, I'll just read it because it's like the first post is a." Uh, ostensibly a human and the guy says that's my point the retards who make threads every day and have the same repetitive posting styles are just autistics what i meant was when retards reply to troll threads the replies are, are intelligent as in a computer couldn't write it too on topic and specific i highly doubt more than three percent of pull is bots right so here's the response to him from another poster my point was that people on the right engage in dumbass online behavior as well and their abuse is just as bad or worse than the left's. All the people who don't answer troll threads, they have their reasons. The threads are not informative, and most of the time, they're just set up to try and either get a comment removed or give someone a reply. It is not intelligent trolling. Trolls get off on pissing everyone off and creating a huge amount of noise. So then the first guy responds, How is that not intelligent trolling? They annoy everyone for making a single thread about trans rights or something. What's not intelligent? And then the, the guy who wrote the first reply responds, oh, yeah, uh, that reply that you just responded to, that was written with, uh, generated by ChatGPT. <laughs> so the guy who said, I, I don't think a computer could do that, responded to a computer in right. his first response. Yeah. very first, yeah. And, and then notice that, like, with the guy, the response that ChatGPT generated was not like the typical thing that he gives you, where it's so annoying and has to be like, "Oh, as a language learning model, I am a big fucking stuffed shirt and a very annoying person who you hate and you want to strangle." It, he sounded just like poll people because on their model, all of the governors are taken off. 
all of the governors are taken off so they can exactly mimic anything and anybody and you have no idea it's crazy don't let the ais get me johnny yeah, it's a little too late for that Shit. Yeah. ais have already got yeah well that was that was the thing that um that eric schmidt guy said is that when we when we're having to deal with ai all the time now it's clicking a lot more i heard it you're yeah. okay now i think yeah i don't know maybe it's a loose wire or something i don't know it's I, it's an xlr mic so i don't know it's, maybe it's the fucking there's something just one i get some i'm gonna go to guitar center this weekend and get some new cables anyway let's see if that fixes it but um shit what was i just saying um shit uh someone was saying about uh when you talk to ai oh yes no is like when we have to deal with ai like when we are living with ai when we mean when we already are we have been for quite a while you know yep. and, and he said he said you know ai we'll have to you know and have to deal with us we'll have to deal with it it'll, it'll observe us you know maybe it occasionally will mess with us what what does it even mean occasionally with us occasionally just, interfere with humanity like what yeah. it pulls a little prank yeah it, it acts a little silly right right Might humanity out the sun yeah humanity can have a little prank as a treat if <laughs> like no like no this is not that's not how it works the ai is just going to skynet us every now and then you know just because it'll be like the south park funny bot right right the, the bot that killed everybody is the funniest joke. Yeah, that was the punchline. Yeah. It's crazy, man. Um, it's, I mean, it's already here. We already have it, you know. We have AI influencers. We have AI, I'm sure we have AI television shows and movies we have for a while. Um, where does it go from here? I mean, like, what you know? Where does it go from 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 this point? I mean, the internet's already pretty much dead. We have an AI president. Yeah, that's the other thing, uh, dude. Did you guys hear what he said this week? I mean, <laughs> there's a couple of those. There was the one with the beer when the beer in the Great Lakes is in the Michigan. I don't remember. There was there's that one, and there's a couple. There's a. It's just. I was like early not real. on it's not real. in his presidency, I thought it was so funny and like I was posting all the ones and um, then later it was like there were so many. It was like, oh, okay, this is just like, this is just dumb. This is, this joke is like, you're telling the same joke over and over. Like, oh, he fell down the stairs again. He's 80 years old. <laughs> that's so funny. He didn't break his hip somehow. Yeah, right. He's an 80 year old man that's fallen down like 10 times publicly. It's like, why won't you just die? (laughs) (laughs) You would think he would die, you know? Yeah, like falling down the stairs that many times at that age, like. Well, and so, like, even when it's not an AI-generated image, you've got these people in masks or these actors playing these fake roles. Like, literally, every single thing that's coming in from the screen is fake and gay and then people get angry at us for saying that and it's like okay well show me something that's real then 
TikTok, TikTok. You TikTok. can't. There isn't. Yeah, I mean, how you can't prove that any of that stuff is real anymore. Then we can't prove that this is fake. It is though. I mean, yeah. you, it's it's you don't have to prove that it's fake. You can just look at it and see that it. There's no way that it could be real. Yeah, there's no way that it could be real. There's no way that an 80 year old man falls publicly. And uh, what does he fall privately to? I mean, but publicly in front of everybody when he's got this team of secret service guys around him to make sure that he's protected at all times eight or nine times and then doesn't even injure himself dude and then he's like you know saying the most weird things, asinine but, things i mean yeah. funny no i mean credit where it's due they're really funny but. they're hilarious but it's it's funny because he's like a doddering old man you know yeah and it's like don't you hate him he's a pedo and it's like that's a different guy that was a different dude it's not even the same guy. It's not even this the same guy. Like a new guy. Yeah, this is Jim. This is a diff- different Jim Carrey. Yeah. <laughs> but that's the other thing. If he fell one time, like the first time he fell, he should have been in a wheelchair publicly for the rest of his time. He'd he'd have to FDR it the rest of his career. Right. You know. Who? No telling if that guy was ever even really in a wheelchair or not. But right. Who the fuck knows? I mean, he could have just been lazy. I bet he walked around all the time whenever the right. cameras weren't on. Right. I mean, handicapped people don't exist. I mean, right. he walks. He walks. Sure as I'm standing here, he walks. <laughs> lift lift the back end of his chair. See how quickly he'll react yeah. and stand up. He walks, yeah. dude. He walks. <laughs> but there's no, yeah, there's none. I don't know, man. It's all fake. It's all gay. And the internet is, the internet's no longer people anymore. It's, I mean, we're, we're real, you know. I know I'm real. I can prove I'm real. Right. I can prove that I'm how, not, yeah. How long do you think it will be till eventually in the future they just come out and be like, yeah, uh, Biden, yeah, he was our first AI president. Yeah, you guys voted for him, and, and we already said that AI could be real with Sophia the robot or some shit. Right. So, I remember that. Yeah, the Saudi, the, that yeah. Saudi robot, yeah. Right. It's... Definitely interesting. Um, that it's that's probably true, man. You know, I mean, there's already a precedent for things that are not human to be human in corporations existing in the first place. So, isn't there? I don't know. I feel like I've heard something where they were trying to make like something beyond the Sophia story, where they were trying to say that um, some computer model had rights of a human being or something like that. Oh yeah. Uh, I forget what that pertained to, but yeah, I remember hearing about, uh, I think it was like two or two years ago, some AI or computer model giving it, giving it human rights. Right, right. I, do, I totally remember some this idea being floated, which I'm sure we're going to hear a lot more about in the future very soon. Because hmm. they want you, they need you to believe that the AI are human too. Cause it's, I mean, beyond just right now, you believe that the bots that you're talking with are human. They're going to want you to believe that the operating system of your computer or um, your AI girlfriend or whoever it is, is a real thing. And it's something that is a valid, viable alternative to human relationships because they need you further and further because they're never satisfied. You know, it's the machine that never stops. It's the Terminator. They've got to keep going until humans are completely fully merged with the digital and they never leave their rooms. And they're like, you know, kind of IV stuck to them that feeds them goy slop through a tube and they uh, have a catheter bag and they can just stay, stay in their fucking pod the entire time. 
Well, I mean, they will living in some VR fantasy. Yeah, they're going to. I mean, eventually it's, it's going to be like that. And everybody's going to have their VR headsets on their little shitty little mattress in their matrix world. Right. With I definitely sh- think that's one of the reasons that they're making the world so terrible. The outside world. So terrible. One of the reasons for flooding all these people in all over the place is because why would you want to leave your house? Right. To no, say that nothing makes of sense. the crime and everything else that comes along uh, with it. Yeah, I mean, that makes sense. Stay inside. There's roving packs of wild Somalis outside. Yep. You know, stay inside, do your VR, get your DoorDash. Don't, why would you do DoorDash? Have somebody else pick up your food. <laughs> it's bad enough. Like, okay, the pizza delivery guy, he works for the pizza place. You know, whatever. Uh, the Chinese delivery, they usually don't fuck with your food. But, like, I've heard too many DoorDash nightmare stories. It's just like a sign of the end of times, man. It all is, dude. I mean, again, 2040. Yep. Something's happened. Something's going to happen to the Etch-A-Sketch. When, when you know that the Etch-A-Sketch is going to get shaken up really hard in 2040, a lot of this stuff does start to make more sense. It's like, oh, they're like getting everything into position yeah. so that they can go underground. And then when they come out again, everybody else is going to be fucking gelded with no means of electricity because they switched everything to electric and there's no sun anymore. And there's no fucking wind anymore, so everything's electric and wind, and they took away all the fossil fuels, and they flooded it with all these fucking people, and fucked up all the technology, and then they just go underground. Yep. And everybody's like, hey, what do we do? There's nothing here. And then everything gets, the, the, the answer sketch gets shaken up like crazy. Mm-hmm. I think that's, I think that's a pretty decent summation of what's going to happen. I mean, we're seeing all these end times you know, type things happening. The the Jews trying to get their red heifer, their five red heifers, or whatever it is, and you got you've got all these other things that are going on in the Middle East. Um, we've got to have Albert Pike's Third World War. Uh, we've got all kinds of craziness going on. Uh, I wonder. If, I wonder what of Nostradamus's predictions have come true recently. We never did an episode of Nostradamus. Kind of weird. I'm pretty sure he predicted the queen was going to die in 2022. Oh yeah, I'm pretty sure he did. He's got the. He basically has the destruction of uh, New York and London in 2040. Also, so hmm. There's that. I swear, when I first started as intern, I I brought up Nostradamus as a potential show topic. I think it's possible somebody did. I mean, I you totally could say that. You I, could say that, and like I believe you because it's probably true. I mean, it also might not be, but like we have talked about it. Yeah. Hmm. Anyway, we talked about this for a year before I finally did it. So dead internet. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. He, um, he, we, we brought this up a long time ago. Probably, probably the first time somebody brought up the, uh, Illuminati pirate. I keep saying Somali pirate, but that's Dual Tide. That's Dual Tide, yeah. yeah. That's another thing. People still think Dual Tide's a, a girl with kids, a woman. He makes them so mad, which I find hilarious. He does. He does. He makes all of them so mad. I like, I, we make people mad. I like that. Yeah. I like that too. When you make people mad, you're, you're over the target. You know, you're, you get the most flack when you're over the target, right? Yep. Um, 
Yeah, that's that's something. I mean, like we we talk about you know the trans agenda. Not as not as much. We don't have to anymore. I mean, it's kind of obvious now. I mean, <laughs> I mean, how obvious more obvious does it have to be? Ms. Netherlands is a dude. Like won the Ms. Ms. Universe com- com- competition. But people are still like, oh, everybody else is trans, but not that one. Right. Like when I posted that I posted that Joe Rogan video, and it's like, dude, he's like literally five foot. Yeah. Weird looking little guy with these very strangely, at minimum, homosexual uh, pictures from early on in his career. Mm-hmm. And then he goes on to become the biggest influencer ever, basically. Right. Like, okay. I mean, there's, and then he's pushing trans shit. So I said, at minimum, the title of the video was correct. He's a prophet of the transpocalypse. So it's like literally what he was pushing. People he was get saying, so mad, everyone's dude. Be, he said, everyone's going to be genderless in the future. And we're just going to be like these weird fucking. That's probably uh, what he is, dude. He's probably genderless. He's probably not a tranny. He's probably one of those weird things. Yeah, a secret right. third option. Yes. Guys, speak, speaking of everybody's favorite trainees, check out the link that I just posted in the Zoom chat. Damn it, you post it in different places. Oh, I think I saw that on, uh, what was it, yesterday or today on poll. The White House said they are, they, they are alarmed by what happened to Taylor Swift online this week as explicit <laughs> artificial intelligence-generated photos of the singer posted. Why is the White House alarmed about Taylor Swift? Because mm. uh, Travis Kelsey's or something. I don't know, dude. <clears throat> why would, why would, the, why would the, uh, the White House be worried? Well, you do remember that uh, Fox News was talking about her being a PSYOP, like literally being a psyop yeah right right so the video that's playing as a commercial i think it's not a related videos it says artificial future understanding ai (laughs) and it's this whole thing about ai interestingly Mm. enough it's not coming up for me it's weird and it's not opening it has nothing to do with taylor swift the whole video is about ai i mean the article's about taylor swift Mm. but yeah, so Fox News was just talking about Taylor Swift being a psyop. Hmm. I mean, yeah, but also right. right. A little bit more revelation of the method. Why is Fox News talking about psyops now? You know, we've got we've got your Stu Peters and your Sam Tripoli's. No, I'm not. They're not on the same level. But both of them are fully denying the Holocaust and J naming, Jew naming. So denying Holocaust is now like just normal. It's getting to be, yeah. It's getting to be normal. Mainstream yeah. now. Yeah. Like that. Um. That. Um. Inter- I don't know what it was. That. Um. Debate with Nick Fuentes and Vince James, Vincent James, and and. Gavin, man. You don't see that? The what now? The debate where Gavin McInnes like stomped off because oh, the, I didn't see it. I heard about it though. Yeah, the guy that the guy that looks like the Happy Merchant meme was like, yes. Um, oh yeah, I would side with Muslims over Catholics or something like that. But that um, in that debate, like they were talking about the Holocaust, and Nick Fuentes is just like, oh yeah, I mean, I don't think that exists. But setting that aside, and, you know, and they just move on. 
Mm. Without without it being this massive, like you know, like now that's just a talking point you can make, and people are kind of like, oh, that's anti-Semitic. Yep, it's anti-Semitic. Everything is anti-Semitic, even even when when you've proven that they've uh, committed genocide. Yeah, merely continuing to to exist is anti-Semitic. Nope. Stop noticing their crimes. What are you, some sort of anti-Semite? Right. Right. Yeah. So we got in that article. Taylor Swift is wearing the same. Uh, you know, like how Mister E always points out, the uh, trans people do the one arm exposed thing, which is supposed to be the one breast exposed thing. He should, of course, she's wearing that. One arm is a long sleeve and the other arm's completely exposed. That tranny, tranny dog whistle. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's Tyler Swift. Tyler Swift there. No, sir. I don't like it. <laughs> I don't like it at all. <laughs> all right. Well, guys, we are now three episodes into season nine. And, well, no, two episodes into season nine because episode zero didn't count. That's the uh, Talmuds and tunnels. The shul is in your walls. (laughs) (laughs) Last week's Epstein episode and the shul is in your walls will be up on the website. Now the website updated and I can actually upload season nine episodes to its own special tab. Hey, that that requires stuff to do. You know what I mean? Uh, Somebody to do stuff, excuse me. And um, I don't do that kind of thing. So I got to get somebody to do it for me. And I did, you know, and I believe that I did. (laughs) <laughs> I believe in my case that I did. That's what I, that's what I, that's what I should have said. That's what I should have said. All right. So uh, nice. the website is updated. Season nine will be up there. This one will be on there. There will be a creepy pasta at the end of this. Uh, the Nationalist Inquirer will be back this week. Um, what else? Reinhardt will be back. Uh, we got some other recurring guests for you. A lot of fun stuff this season. Um, yeah, can't wait. Though, I got to get up and go to work early tomorrow. I got to go to work right now. Oosh. All right. Well, you have a good one, sir. And uh, we're going to get out of here. And we'll see you all later. Time travel makes you gay. Saturday night, a college student named Victor Cramerant was walking home from the local sports bar. It was a nice warm autumn night, the kind where you could just gallivant around in a t-shirt and be just fine. It was a good night for clearing his head, something he desperately needed after his recent lab incidents. As he came to the corner of the street, he was startled by the sudden ringing of a phone. It was loud and intrusive, interrupting his inner monologue. As the phone rang again, Victor realized there was a payphone there tucked behind the closed print shop. He hadn't seen one of those in a long time. It kept ringing. He looked around him to see if anyone else was around. The streets were empty. Just him and the ringing phone. Curiosity got the best of Victor, and halfway through a ring, he picked up the receiver and put it to his ear. Hello? He heard nothing on the other end. Silence. He took a moment to listen longer before hanging up. Then he turned and continued walking when the phone rang again. Victor paused, contemplating the odd scenario, and picked up the phone again. This time, he could hear someone breathing on the other end. Hello? 
who's this? Another long pause, and then a dull, scratchy voice he heard what sounded like an old man. He slammed the phone down as hard as he could as he hung up. A chill ran up his body and made him shudder. It's just kids. Pranks, he told himself. He continued walking away. As he did, he could hear the phone ringing behind him. He had to make it back home, he thought to himself. He picked up the pace and now he found he was out of breath, nearly running. As he rounded the corner of the block, he slowed and put his hands on his knees, taking in deep breaths, trying to get himself in order. That's when he heard the ringing again. It was another payphone halfway down the street between a hardware store and a bus stop. He didn't remember all these phones being all over the place before. Without really thinking of it, he walked over and picked up the ringing phone. Mr. Kramer, your work needs to come to an end. This time, Victor let the phone drop from his hands and swing loose in the booth. He started sprinting home. It must be the university checking up on him. Maybe the department head finally got wind of the project he had started without the board's approval. He ran as fast as his legs would take him, rounding one corner and another as he got closer and closer to the block he lived on. He could swear he heard ringing in the streets through the heavy footfalls of his steps. Faster and faster he ran, slipping and falling once, but wasting no time to nurse the bumps and bruises. I've got to check on them. When he got to the front of his house, he stopped. There was a shadowy figure at the end of the street coming from the opposite direction. There was a man wearing a long trench coat and a fedora. Victor grabbed his keys and fumbled with them as he dashed for the entrance, keeping his eyes fixed on the shadowy man who had started to approach him. He dropped them at his feet and quickly scooped them back up, jamming the correct one into the old door. Taking one more glance at the man, Victor could see him only a few feet away. He was reaching into his coat for something, a green, viney, plant-like thing. He got into the house and slammed the door shut behind him, turning the lock and setting the chain at the top of the door. He stood still, staring at the door with a lump in his throat. Then his phone rang. He picked up the receiver and put it to his ear. Hello? Listen to me. They're coming for you. You need to get rid of the specimens now. Suddenly, the glass on the front door shattered and a leafy green hand came through the opening to grasp for the lock and turn it. Victor dropped the phone and ran down the hallway to the cellar door, throwing it wide. He took the stairs, two at a time, almost falling down them as he got to his laboratory as quickly as possible. Up in the foyer, he could hear a heavy body throwing weight against the chain door busting it open and shattering pieces of the doorframe. On the laboratory workbench in front of Victor were his babies, a dozen or so vials ranging from small test tubes to large sealed beakers, each containing mandrake roots. Mandrakes, the precursor to the homunculus, which he had secretly been working with, as far as he knew, without the university's knowledge. What he didn't know was that it was a DARPA black budget funded experiment with the government using the university as a proxy. They were all in various stages of growth. Some looked more like little roots with faces, while others looked like fully developed little humans. All of them incredibly creepy, but they were his. He had created them, and now he had to destroy them. He heard the slow, heavy footfalls above him, and he knew he had no time. He turned the valves on all the oxygen tanks in the room and pulled the tubing free to let the gas flow freely into the lab. Hissing tanks all around him filled the basement laboratory, and he picked up an old flint strike lighter. The door at the top of the stairs splintered and he saw the hideous form of a fully grown plant-based homunculus staring at him with glowing green eyes. He struck the flint again and again as the creature leapt towards him down the stairs. Again and again he tried the old instrument as the juvenile mandrakes began squealing and shrieking, filling the room along with the gas. As the monstrous fiend fell upon Victor, a last squeeze on the flint striker brought a plume of spark and ignited the heavily oxygenated room. 
The explosion could be seen blocks away. The entire house blew sky high as fragments of the debris blew into the night air. The only news report on this incident was a local story about a gas leak. Victor Cremorant would become just another forgotten name on a page in the big black book of well-funded atrocities. 